Hello everyone, welcome to Let Me Tell You About Evangelion, I guess. Uh, we were just talking about this, but we are so off of... This is just like a... Doing it because of contractu contractual <laughs> obligations. No, uh, no, that's not true at all, Ashley. It's because the Chamber of Guff is opened and the door to the anti-universe has now <laughs> been, uh, you know, thrown wide. And we have to tra traverse into the Golgotha object in order to rewrite reality. Yes. Uh, the backgrounds that we will be uh, discussing the podcast, you know, the movie in will change rapidly. Uh-huh. Sometimes we'll be in a podcast studio and sometimes it just looks like we're in a podcast studio. <laughs> right. Sometimes the animation will get really low quality and it'll maybe go on a little too long to the point where I'm like, well, I thought maybe it was on purpose at first, but now I think maybe they just blew their budget on that last scene. Okay, now I guess it was on purpose. Hmm, still looked bad, though. Uh, but yeah, we are watching, this is the end of Evangelion. Well, not the end of Evangelion. That's no, a different we movie. Already come, we've already done two episodes about that. We we had two very different feeling episodes. Yes, I do like that this is the third time we're going to cover the ending of Neon Genesis Evangelion, and what we're covering is Thrice Upon a Time. Thrice Upon a Time, yeah. That wasn't on purpose, but it worked out pretty good. Yeah, they, like I mean, they just recently announced the. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I was convinced this movie was never coming out. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like deeply convinced. It kind of just seemed like Anno didn't care anymore. He had other shit that interested him more than going back to Eva. He, he he's made. Like, one and a half movies while this was being made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I guess you could maybe say that Ultraman is done. Uh-huh. But I, I think also he was probably started working on that while... Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter, actually. <laughs> sure. It, but, God, yeah. Uh, Eva 3.33 came out nine years ago. It, it, wasn't it longer than that? Uh, according to this, release date was November tw uh, 17th, 2012. Uh, so I... Uh, let me look up something real quick. Okay, yeah. I, I was doing some research on some stuff. Uh-huh. Because um, it's that weird thing where 3.33 and 3.0 are technically different movies. Wait, what? Oh, wait, no, you're right. Yeah, Why I, think did it, I... I think it was released as 3.33 New Movie Q or whatever in oh, Japan, yeah, and here right. it was 3.0 You Cannot Redo. Yes, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, where did I see fucking... I saw something that said 2008. Oh, that almost sounds I... like it would, would have been when, like, the first one came out. Yeah, the, uh, um, the, the first one came out in 2009. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 2007 in uh, Japan. Wow, it took them two years to get it out over here. Yeah, like that—that's one of the things I remember is that that first one took, um, like way too, like way way long. Yeah, the second one did too. It came out in Japan 2009. Came out here 2011. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah, they've all had super long uh, localization times because yeah. Uh, three came out Japan 2012 here 2016. 
Yeah, like it, it, it kept on getting bigger and kept on like getting. Yeah. Like, the time it made between movies in Japan seemed like it was getting longer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, <laughs> two year gap between one and two, three year gap between two and three, nine year gap between three and four. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so the re- why I saw 2008 somewhere is the film, uh, from, I mean, just from Wikipedia, the film was announced alongside Evangelion 3.0, you cannot redo for a release in 2008. Mm-hmm. So it was announced as, like, a thing, uh, as the final part of the rebuild series under the working title Evangelion Final. Okay. Uh, and then after delays of the first three films, it was expected for release in 2015. Okay. Um, and then he made Shin Godzilla, and right. <laughs> uh, I, I just like this sentence. Otto was very reluctant to return to work on the film in 2016. Yeah, he seems it. Uh, in 2018, Otto had asked for the opinion of voice actor uh, like uh, Megumi Agata, the voice actress of Shinji, on how to move the plot forward after 3.0. Uh-huh. Anna felt he could no longer understand Shinji, and by now his current self was closer to Gendo than Shinji. Okay, that explains some things about the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, like, with COVID and all of this stuff, it just, yeah. I felt like this is just going to be a movie that got, like, memory hold. Right. Well, and also, or- I feel like we both kind of liked Eva 3, but overall it was not very popular, right? Well, it's like it was a very love it or hate it kind of movie. Okay, and then you're right. Like, and then the thing was, yeah, it was love it or hate it, and we came down on, yeah, I don't know, it's all right. Yeah, like we're like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty <laughs> good. I liked it. You know, wasn't my favorite thing ever, but it was a good yeah. time. Um, I think we really liked a lot of the stuff with Shinji and Ray. Right. And uh, uh, like the Kaoru piano stuff, I remember like. Yes. And the the cr- tragic Karu death. Yes. But no, yeah, it's just, uh... You messaged me pretty early on that you wish you had rewatched it, and yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah, three especially, three, three. The, the main thing is, I don't really remember the, like, overarching plot stuff from 3. I remember a bad thing happens at the end. They do, like... Fourth impact at the... I thought they did, but now they're talking about starting fourth impact in this movie, so maybe I'm not remembering it right? It was... Or no, Kaoru kills himself to stop fourth impact, right? Yes. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Uh, But, of course, that still, like, causes stuff to get fucked up. Right, right. It's still... Yeah. yeah. The the plot of 3.33 is that, like, after fighting an angel, Shinji wakes up and it's been 15 years. Right, that part I remember. The stuff that's, like, more character stuff, it was more like, like, they start talking about Eva Unit 13. I was like, do I know about that yet, or is this new? Uh, what? Okay, by the end of the movie, I'm pretty... Right, okay, they talk about Kaoru having it. Okay, that was the Eva they had in 3. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, it's, it's the other Unit 1, basically. Right, yeah, yeah. That you're supposed to have two pilots for. Yes. The fucking Pacific Rim. Yes. <laughs> uh, Hideaki Anno may like, that's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pacific um, Rim could not have invented that, right? That's gotta be a thing. I'm sure it's a thing in some anime that I have not seen. Right. Uh, I honestly do not expect... I am not, like, an expert in the mecha genre. Yeah. Uh, like, some people are... 
Uh, I've barely even watched any of the Gundams. No, I I saw a couple episodes of Gundam Wing when I was like nine, and I thought it was boring. And I've never watched any other Gundam. I, I watched the Gundam uh, where it was the big uh, like tournament, the Shining Finger. Oh yeah, one. G Gundam. Yeah, I watched that G as a Gundam, kid. Yeah. The one that Gundam fans fucking hate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I watched a lot of Zoids. Yeah, Zoids was good shit. Zoids was good shit. I made models of Zoids. Yeah, yeah. Like zero, like only... baby. Yeah. Do you remember I, the I kid was... who was like really shy and awkward, but he had the pterodactyl Zoid, and if he broke the sound barrier, he went Super Saiyan yeah. and like got a totally different personality. Yeah. <laughs> There was the, the cool lady that had, like, a T-Rex, but the tail was a sniper rifle, and her whole cockpit had to, like, flip upside down for her to work yeah. it. Yeah. They had, like, raptor snipers, and then there was the T-Rex sniper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was always into the wolf. I don't know if I remember the wolf. Uh, it was just basically a wolf with a big gun on its back. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was a simple kid. Yeah, absolutely. Um... <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's, yeah. I like that their um, base was a big snail that could travel around. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Just a big um, robot snail. They, they, this movie could have had a robot snail in it. That wouldn't have been out of place. No, yeah, not at all. Uh, this, uh, but so, like, yeah, it was, like, extremely weird that, like, this movie came out in Japan. Yeah. And then, like, what felt like a few weeks later, you messed with me, like, it's up. And I'm like, excuse me? Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, 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 this is... Yeah, I did not realize it was only a Japan release. Uh, well, like, I was saying, like, the more recent one. Uh-huh. Like, when you, like, re- like, yeah, oh, I Oh, thought... what I told you earlier this week. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it just was... kind of dropped on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I was, like, sure that we were going to get another year-long... Right. Break in between the dub and yeah. the English version. So I was just like, all right, just push Evangelion to out of your mind. <laughs> I am really surprised to hear that it uh, came out in Japan back in March just because I'm not like super plugged into like Anna Twitter or whatever, but yeah. I have heard nothing about this movie until the dub came out. Until it- Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like. And maybe it's just because I'm, like, in different circles now. Uh-huh. But, yeah, like, I did not hear see any, like, spoilers or, um, like with, uh, a lot of Evangelion finales, it's kind of hard to spoil some of those elements. Sure. Uh, but it definitely is... Like, I, I am surprised I did not see some of the things that are in it. Right. I'm surprised I did not see any like people kind of reviewing it or you know. I'm surprised I have not seen screenshots of the upsettingly realistic 3D ray head. Oh, that's no good. That's no good. <laughs> it's no good and I'm not sure if it's no good in a way I like. <laughs> I think it's no good in a way I like. It might just kind of look bad to me. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, you know, we'll get into it as we go here. I, I think coming out of it, you are more positive about it than I am. Yeah, I've also... You were just, like, watching it. I've had a day to kind of sit on it. Yeah, I hit credits and came up and called you. <laughs> yes. 
Um, because I was definitely like, all right, there are things I like about that and things I'm like less sure about. Uh huh. But I think I was still more positive than you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then I was like kind of talking to my other Ava friend. <laughs> okay. And like, you know what? Yeah, no, this is, I like this. Yeah. Um. Should we just get into it? I guess let's just get into it. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I guess I'll just say real quick, broad strokes. There are things about it I like a lot. Um, it There's things about it that kind of, they lost me a bit, and overall I'm not sure how those scales balance out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first half of this movie is pretty excellent. Mm-hmm. And everything after, like, the title card drop, I'm mixed on. Alright. Yeah, I, like, spent the entire day, like, excited just because I was like, I wonder what Luke will think. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like, I'm gonna amend what I just said. I think the first half is pretty excellent other than, whew, they have never been more horny for Asuka than they are now. That is that is my big, like, problem with this movie Good still, gravy! Is... It's like someone heard that she's technically an adult now, even though she still has the body of a teenager, and they took that as a starting pistol. Yes. Well, it's not even uh, technically Asuka, Ashley. It's just an angel that looks like her, so that that makes it not gross. Yeah. It... <laughs> listen, like, listen, like, I... It's a thing that I unfortunately just have to accept with these movies at this point. Yeah, but also I feel like we do, you know, we gotta talk about it still. Yeah, like... Like, if I am, like, talking with someone about... Like, who is a big Eva fan... Yeah. ...about this, I'm not going to bring that up just because I assume... Like, if I know them and they're, like, cool... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, okay, we both know that this part sucks. Right. But, no, yeah, like, there's... It just sucks. It just fucking sucks. Yep. And it's it doesn't have the like thin veneer that maybe it's the commentary. Yeah, the original series and like maybe End of Evangelion had right of being about teens, you know, sexuality or yeah, being a commentary on like, waifus and, like, you know, your perfect doll of a girl. Right. Yeah, because that's really not what this movie's about. Yeah, and none of these movies have really been about that. Like, even, like, you know, Shinji's sexuality is usually, you know, a pretty major uh, component of Eva, and that's really not in this movie at all. Yeah, and how much of that is and, like, kind what is of... there is very chaste. Yes, how much of that is kind of blowback from... And, again, like, this gets into, like, some of the weird controversy that's been around Ava uh-huh. in, like, the last few years of, like, how much it is Gynex and people, like, kind of reacting badly to, like, Karu Shinchi shippers. Oh, sure, yeah how much of it and like yeah like how much of it is just 
the people in charge finding less interest in talking about that. Uh-huh. But in this, like, aspect, it just removes another thin veneer of... Yeah. The reason they're sexualizing Asuka is because of this, and it, now it's just, it's because they want to sexualize her. Right. Uh, which fucking sucks. Yep, agreed. Um... The only thing that is better in this movie than the previous movies is that it does not have her in that fucking see-through suit. Granted, but when she's... I mean, A, it has her buck naked. That is true. It has her buck naked. Which I'm gonna say is worse than the see-through suit. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And I would also say that her, uh, like, basic look in the first half of... Uh, panties and an open jacket over her bare chest is uh, at, w- at best on par with the see-through suit. Yeah, I, I guess the see-through suit seemed to be like so tailor-made for. <laughs> yeah, like it, like it looks like fetish gear. <laughs> it looks like fetish gear, and we talked about it too. That like part of what sucks about that so much is that the dialogue of the scene is really good, and it's super undercut by that design. Mm-hmm. We're like, and at least, and again, this all sucks, but at least, you know, this version, you could make the case of like, well, yeah, it's the middle of summer and she's just sitting around in a room playing video games. She's not going to get dressed. But like, you know. That sucks. And like, the other excuse, which it's not, I wouldn't actually make this. Yeah. Is, oh, she considers herself less of a human in this. Yeah. But, like, and you could, I think you could make either of those arguments, but that doesn't excuse what the camera decides to look at. Yes. And what they choose to animate. Ooh, they love uh, women's taints in this movie. That's, yes, that's weird. <laughs> Cannot get enough taint in this one. That's fucking weird. <laughs> they love it when a woman walks uh, right over the camera. <laughs> yeah. And straddles it. Um, we open up with the last time on Evangelion. Yeah, that just crams a summary of all three movies into, like, maybe five minutes. Uh, and it open. we open up in Paris. Yeah, uh-huh, which you can tell because the Eiffel Tower's here. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, like, everything is covered in red. Yeah, everything is just red zone. Um... Which I definitely feel like some of this is... Do you know about Paris Syndrome? Uh, I've never heard of Paris Syndrome. Or if I have, I don't... Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, It is a thing uh, that uh, supposedly happens especially to a lot of Japanese citizens who have this over-the-top kind of view of Paris as this perfect city. Okay, and when they go to Paris, it is a city. <laughs> and, like, they will actually, like, go into a depression state because of that. Okay. Are some of these shots of Paris just photos of Paris that they color-tinted red? Because that's what it looked like at first. I don't think so, but there's, like, a lot of moments in this where I'm like, is that just a photo? Is that... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if there is anything I would cut from this movie, it's this opening fight scene. I don't mind this opening fight scene. I thought it was pretty fun, other than 
Mari is here and I still don't care about Mari. Yeah, that's But I also yeah. say I am like at this point I've I'm starting to move into the acceptance stage of like yeah, whatever, she's here and like she's not that annoying in this scene and the the fight is cool looking at least. Mhm. This movie is the closest Mari gets to being a character. <laughs> Still doesn't quite make it though, huh? Still doesn't quite make it. Um Yeah, I don't know. Like, I was just, like, kind of, like, I, you know, came into this movie with no expectations of what right. was going to go on in this. Yeah. And I'm like, is this just, is this going to be a lot of mech fighting? Sure. Which, you know, that's not what Evangelion has really done before, but. Yeah. I could see, like, if, like, Anno doesn't want to be here. It's like, yeah, let's make a lot of mech fight. That's what, that seems to be what people want. Right, right. Um, no, I'm looking at this one shot. I am pretty sure those are photos of just random buildings. <laughs> Looks like the fucking dream planets in Homestuck. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Now I'm second guessing that now that I've said it. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's just flying battleships. <laughs> Yeah, and the battleships are doing this weird coordinated thing. They are like, uh, is it v- Vila? Vila? Is that the? Yeah, like Vila is the. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's Vila. It's like spelled W-I-L-L-A. Right. Yeah. But it's German, so it's Vila. I watched. Uh, I, I don't know which version you watched. I watched the dub. Um, yes. And the actors were not given consistent directions on how to pronounce it. No. <laughs> they say Villa, Willa, and Will. <laughs> Depending oh, on yeah, what, what character speaking, yeah, my friend Will. Uh, but anyway, uh, Vila is playing an open world game, and they've reached the next tower that they have to purify. Yes, um, but like the, it's also a raid. Yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah. When, once you start trying to climb the tower, it will uh, it start up a, a big like multi-wave battle. Mm-hmm. Basically, everyone is also wearing like the skin tight Ava suit. Yes, it, they're implying that you have to because it's like not safe to be exposed down here. Yeah, um, which gives us Ritsko in like fucking yeah um, cat ears helmet. Uh-huh. Yeah, which are pretty funny. Um, is the uh, is the pink haired girl from three or is she new? Yes. Okay. She is from three. Okay. She like that whole bridge crew. Yeah, uh, is the same. But, okay, that makes that makes sense. Uh, are given some more like of a focus. Yeah, yeah. You know, on a similar level to that, the bridge crew got in the original show. Yeah, and and that bridge crew is still here. Yeah, but they're they're the olds now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like basically. Uh, Oh, fuck, what's her name? The Oh, Maya? Maya is like has basically almost taken over uh Yeah, that's that's why I was looking at. I'm like I can't like I think that might be a photo. I'm but, pretty um... sure that's a photo. Yeah. <laughs> we should stop talking about this. It's not interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> um Maya is basically the Ritsko role now. Right, yeah, and Ritsko is just her boss. 
I was gonna say that Ritsuko is basically Fuyuki and yeah. Masato's Gendo. Oh, 100%. Especially, they have a scene together later where I'm like, oh, oh, you guys got, like, the routine down where you travel on a tram and philosophize at each other. Yes. <laughs> um, but I like, yeah, Maya, she's just like, this is why I hate young men. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm just gonna say this now just because it doesn't actually matter and it didn't actually affect my feelings towards the larger movie. Uh-huh. I wish someone got to be gay. Yeah. Yeah. With how much focus they give Kaoru at the end, especially. Yeah, like... They should have gotten a kiss. If they're gonna have that yes. long of a conversation, give them a kiss. This is just a very chaste movie. Yeah. Uh, despite uh, ex- being except, so horny. Except for all the taints. Yes. <laughs> Um, I like, but yeah, they are attacked by Evangelion drones. Yeah, yeah. I, I like how now it's just like, yeah, there's fucking Avas of everything now. Like, there's just... Right. It, like, the concept of an Evangelion is not special anymore. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, I hadn't really remembered how movie three ended, other than, like, some really bad shit went down at the end. Part of it was like, oh, God, is it just now, like... The Evas are just out running wild and, like, evolving into new creatures and shit. And that's that's kind of is what's happening, I guess, right? Yeah. With the Wanderers. Yeah, it's like like the Evas are, like, self-sustaining at this point. Yeah. Um. But these ones are sent by Nerve. Yes. Uh, and Mari has to go play a Star Fox level. Yes. Uh, she also has, like, fake arms that are, like, grappling hooks because her arms got destroyed in the last one. Right, yeah, yeah. Um. They've got Panasonic laptops, which is funny to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, probably the least amount of, uh, product placements. <laughs> yeah, because there's some PS4 controllers, but they don't really show, like, a Sony brand on that scene. Yeah, and the Sony, like, the PS4 controllers are weirdly, like, realistic to what is yeah. being presented in that scene. Uh-huh. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. That's one thing I'll say. They definitely had a lot of money to make this movie. I don't remember uh, super clearly how the previous ones looked. This one feels like it's it's got more budget behind it. Yes. Almost to the point, though, where, like, the environments and the, like, uh, equipment and stuff are so realistically rendered that sometimes the anime characters look a little out of place next to them. Yes. Um, I'll I'll say in this fight scene, my favorite aspect of it is Mari controlling, uh, like, the rig by just moving it around like it's a fucking wheel. (laughs) Yeah, she's got just a steering wheel. There's one shot where she's, like, angrily looking over her shoulder and spinning the wheel like she's trying to parallel park. It's really good. (laughs) Uh, and... Yeah, she fires her guns so many times they, like, literally, like, melt. Yeah. And, uh, Uh, but then we find out that, like, the sky, which was, like, clear and blue, was actually some weird... Illusion. It's an L containment field or something. Yes. Uh, and actually, there was a whole army marching up to them while she was fighting these drones. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are these funny little marching robots that all are like support for a giant gunner, Ava. Yeah, like the the idea. Like I like 
kind of thought of what it was is is that it's basically a walking version of the sniper rifle. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, which, I posted this on Twitter, They when they see that, they go, like, that's against the Vatican Treaty. Yes! And I'm like, oh, beautiful. Uh, I could have used more of that, frankly. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's... I do feel like that was one thing that was so good about the original show, was that element of, like, we're gonna have all of these, like, kind of real-sounding politics, but then you're gonna clash them with these absurd, like, supernatural monsters and, like, impossible giant robots, and, like, that weird dissonance was kind of part of the tone. And at this point, we've gone so far into, like, fantasy land that, like, that line about the Vatican Treaty is the only line like that in this movie. Yes. You know, there's no equivalent of, like... You know, an Ava shooting a gun, and you see the bullet casing hit the ground, and it's bigger than a car. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of also a thing I like in this is that like the ships and at the beginning Mari are like suspended by these like weird, like almost like fishing lines that really make it look like yeah, it's a like early sci-fi movie. I hadn't thought about it like that, but yeah, you're right. It's like it's a cheap special effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they block the gun by having just all the ships in front of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and eventually, uh, Mari throws the Eiffel Tower at it. Right. And Mari does one of the few truly endearing things she's ever done for me, which is when she smashes the Eiffel Tower to its face and she just goes like, uh, I don't even remember the French, but she says like, forgive me Eiffel Tower in French. Yeah. Um. Yeah, excusez-moi Eiffel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, she blows up. When the, like... Barrier comes down, you see the whole, like, army, like, powering up the gun. They do literally say, like, it's a boss, Ava! <laughs> like, yes. Like, it's, oh, it's boss fight time. Uh, but, but yeah, they, they even, I, I messaged you, the Ava team just got really into, like, Toho in the yeah. past eight years. Yeah. Um, I also th- I think if you're just gonna get animators, they're gonna be fans of Toho. <laughs> <laughs> like,. You were recently talking about it on a Gravity Falls episode. Like, if you're gonna get Western animators, they're probably gonna know about Homestuck. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but yeah, they uh, clear the tower, and so it cleanses the re- remaining outside area, and now it's a, a fast travel point. Right. Yeah, it instantly cleanses Paris, and all the red goes away, and you just get a zone. Okay, it's safe in here now. Yeah. Now you can connect to the chiral network. <laughs> yes. Um, and Paris is basically built like Tokyo 3. Yes, yeah, it immediately starts unfolding, uh, and re- revealing a bunch of old nerve facilities, which they're going to scavenge to rebuild Ava Unit 2. Yes. And yeah, like the, the video game tower that they use for it kind of just looks like a giant uh, plug from an Ava, which feels significant given things that happen with them later. Uh, but then, what do we uh, get next? Yeah, like, they're looking through, and Mario's like, alright, we're gonna, I'm gonna build, uh, this, 
we're going to rebuild Unit 2, and then I'll come get you, puppy boy. Right, and then we get the opening credits where we kind of pick up with the the three kids right where we left them at the end of the last movie. They're just kind of wandering the earth silently yeah, and sad. Like, when I, like, saw this, I was like, oh, yeah, like, that is, like, what is going to be this movie is, like, yeah. them, the three of them, like, walking through the world. Yeah. I, uh, uh, and- I almost kind of wish that was all this movie was. Yeah, I, I thought it, this was almost going to be Stalker-esque. Yeah. Like, the original movie Stalker. <laughs> mm-hmm, right, right. Uh, but... Like, I don't even mind them finding, like, the village and stuff, but I almost wish that, like, we just said that the shit from the end of the last movie, ah, Nerve got blown up, all that shit's dealt with now, and now you just have this awful fallout, and we just gotta live in it. But I also get that I think a lot of people would be unhappy with that. Yeah, I I would also have been happy with that, but I'm also happy with what we got, so... Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I'd also agree with you that... I think the stuff in the village is my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. Um, just kind of because it's so like, like what the fuck? Like oh, like this is so unlike all of Ava. Right. Uh, yeah. I when we get through more of the village stuff, I will lay out my thing about it. But I I love the village stuff a lot, and yeah. I like like the the climax of this movie. But I. There is a degree to which I almost feel like it's unnecessary because of what I like about the village stuff, but we'll get there. Um, Shinji ends up kind of plocking, uh, plopping himself down uh, in front of vending machines, and Asuka and Ray are just like, uh, like Asuka's here doing her usual bullshit of like, "Hey, you fucking idiot, you fucking loser." Yeah, uh, and they uh, get found by someone. Yeah, they get found by a guy in a hazmat suit, and then suddenly Shinji snaps awake. Uh, apparently he, like, passed out at some point, and he is yeah. in a hospital bed. And it's Toji from, yes. the, from you know, from Evangelion. I, like, legit screamed when he was, like, showed up. Yeah, yeah. Because, obviously, he's not an Eva pilot, uh, especially not in this continuity. And um, so he's aged normally. Yes. And we thought in the last movie that he had died. Right. Because there was that thing where he, where Shinji wears his shirt at one point. Right, right, I forgot about that. And um, yeah, he didn't die, he just kind of, listen, times got tough. Yeah. He had shit to do. He, as he says later, he did some awful shit. But, yeah. Uh, he's a doctor now. He is a doctor now. He, uh... He's a, like, full-blown adult. He has kids. He yep. has a wife. It's the... It's the school president. Yeah. That definitely had a crush on Asuka. Yes, but also had a crush on Toji. Yeah, that's true. I, oh, that's right. She did have a crush on Toji. She, she made him, like, lunches and stuff. She might have made Toji lunches, but she didn't invite him to play Sega Saturn with her like she did Asuka. Yeah, well, Toji wasn't... <laughs> Toji was one dead Toji by was that more point. a PSX guy, uh, and two wasn't clinic like wasn't in a depressed stupor like Oscar was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But there's just a dog, also. Yeah, there's a dog with like a, a cone around its head, <laughs> which like I was like, like that's the first thing you see coming back, and it's like, 
oh, it's normal. <laughs> yeah, like it's clearly you know this is in the the wreckage of everything that's happened, but they've they've created a little village here, Village Three. Yeah, this and... is in actual train station outside of Tokyo. Oh, nice. Oh, is it the is this the same train station that we see at the end? I believe so. Okay, that makes sense. Um, um and they have re- recently uh, f- temporarily renamed it as Village Three Stop. Uh huh. Oh, oh, oh! You mean the real one? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Even Gellid is very popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can tell that like life here is not like easy or like the best it's ever been, but like people are getting by. Yeah, like it. It is like the most normal life we've seen, and not just like post-apocalyptic. Yeah, but like. Almost in all of Ava. <laughs> yeah, like, the only, like, some of the Tokyo 3 stuff from early in Ava, the show, would match it. But that's it, yeah. really. And even then, like, that, like, normal happy life gets interrupted randomly by, like, giant monsters stomping through it. Yeah, and, like, they have to do a lot of stuff to, like, make it work. Yeah. And make sure that's that nice life, but... It's a pretty nice life, all things concerned. Yeah, yeah. And it's... Uh, the joke I kept on like saying with people is that it's a you know communist farm village. Sure, I mean, that is what it is. Yeah. This whole thing made me feel a lot better about, like, the government stuff in Godzilla. Oh, sure, yeah. Because we were talking about, like, does that have, like, nationalistic, libertarian-esque things going on? Uh-huh. And judging from this, it's especially not libertarian. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, It's still one of those things where, like, I just don't have enough, like, cultural context to, like, fully understand, like, something that's going in deep on, like, Japanese politics like that. I don't want to, like, make guesses. That that is me ascribing American politics to... Right, because, like, I don't know... Obviously, Japan has, like, right-wingers, and they probably have, uh like, factions that are similar to American libertarians, but probably they have their own unique spins on that stuff, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I am just kind of using libertarian as a shorthand. Totally, totally. Recognizable by you and by the majority of our audience. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, they're, they're being supported by, uh, you know, Vel, or... Yeah. And... What's the yeah credit or credit? One thing I will say, talking through this village stuff again, is starting to make me like this movie better already, because like thinking about this in the context of the ending and how this entire part of the movie completely shuts down everything Gendo is trying to say at the end. Yes. Like shut the fuck up, idiot. The things you want don't like you don't need god power to get rid of wealth disparity. Yeah, like, he is trying to fucking Thanos it. Right. And, like, and Shin, like part of what I didn't like about that is that Shinji just kind of, like, sits and listens and doesn't push back much. But, like I said, going back through this now, I'm like, okay, the movie kind of already showed how Gendo is wrong. It maybe didn't need to explicitly restate it in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, like, yeah. So we we get to Toji's house, and yeah, he's got a kid. He's got, uh, it, 
you know, like a, a pretty like he's saying like yeah, it's like a, a pretty nice house. Yeah. Uh, it's you know nothing insane. It's just <laughs> um a pretty nice life. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And meanwhile, Shinji is like not even just uh, sad. He is just shut down. He's unresponsive. Yes. Uh, um, he just sits in a corner and does not react to anything that happens around him. Yes. Um, meanwhile, Ray is like, um, kind of like exploring the world for the first time because this is a Ray that has been yeah locked inside Nerve for the entirety of her life. I wish she got a name different than Ray. Yeah, that's um. Because at the beginning, she doesn't have a name, and they're just like, well, you look like Ray, so we'll call you Miss Lookalike. But yes. they, they push her more than once. To be like, ah, oh, you, should, you should get, like, your own name. Like, if you can't remember what your name is, just just come up with one. And, I, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. I wish she had yeah. a different name. Yes. I, I think that is supposed to be part of the tragedy of this character. Sure. But... I do wish that she had a different name so we could call her something different. Yeah, and also I might say the tragedy would be even more pronounced if she had her own identity. That, yeah, that's what... Yeah. Yeah, I, I need to think about that more. But. Yeah, no, I, I get you. Um, but yeah, Shinji's not talking, Ray thinks babies are cute, and also uh, is thinking about breastfeeding. Yeah. Because they're horny. Um, I... I think that's less horny and more <laughs> it's less horny than all the taint shots but like there's a lot of ways they could have explored that idea that didn't involve the teenager groping her own breasts yeah I, I don't think the animation is necessary I, I think yeah but motherhood is a long-running theme in Ava <laughs> absolutely and she's the clone of the the, er the mom. mom yeah um but this is when Ida comes in. Yeah, and he's also the, grown up. The biggest fucking Chad of the series now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's like six foot three. He's like the cool survivalist guy. Like He's gone from like LARPing in the woods to actually knowing his shit and being like the guy everybody relies on. Yeah, and like... Again, like putting very like American like expectations and ideas on this. Uh-huh. Um, I like because like so much of like survivalist mood is like, I'm, like you know I can't wait for the apocalypse. So oh, I can for sure. I, uh, yeah, self-sustain yeah. and live on the land my, by myself. Right. And he does live by himself, but he is like very like, oh yeah, like I do all this stuff to help everyone. Right. Yeah. He explains that he doesn't have to do the like farm work or whatever, but that's because he's doing eighty other things for the village. Yes. Uh, he's doing all the upkeep. Yeah. And oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is what is class rep's name? She's a, she's not a high schooler anymore. She should, I should use her name. I can't think of it though. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you also don't remember it. <laughs> and she is not a huge character in the original. <laughs> she's not huge here either. She's huge. She's she's got a bigger role, but yeah. Uh, anyway, she is, uh, or her dad is here, and he starts to get angry that Shinji is not talking to any of these people trying to 
talk to him and won't even like eat the food that they made for him. Like I, he's getting like a mix in this chunk of like people that are mad at him for being this uh, withdrawn and like people that are being understanding that like well he probably saw some shit let's let's maybe give him some space. Yeah, like Ida and Toji are like the most. Yeah. Um, which is really effective for me. Yeah. Because th- these are two dudes who, like, th- their kind of defining moment with Shinji in the series is them seeing him be basically traumatized after, you know, right. and, like, in intense pain after killing an angel. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are just, like, at that point, they are just two kids who don't know what the fuck to do. Right. And now they're like, all right, we're adults now. Yeah. And we can be the better better people for him than what people were giving him at the time. Yeah. I do also like, though, that it does hit a point of, like, like, they, they give him that space in the beginning, but I'd eventually, like... Okay, but it's time to it's time to knock it off. Yeah, like it's, I, I'm going like they are going to give him the space that he that they feel like he needs and, uh, like, let him kind of like work through his own emotions. But like, event like you said, yeah, eventually they're just gonna be like, all right, we're going to start pushing you out of this, and we're not gonna you know make you. We're not going to pin you down and force feed you your own vomit. Yes. But we also aren't going to let you keep uh, just huddling in the corner. Yes. Um, but yeah, he ends up going uh, with Ida to uh, his house where Asuka is. Yeah, Asuka's already here. She's naked I, in the shower. I was going to say, yeah, like they're going through like all of the kind of village. Yeah. And there's just floating like bits of stuff like all around. Yeah. Uh-huh. It that gave me a very big we were talking we were joking about earlier. That was giving me some very big uh death stranding vibes. Yeah, very much so. Or just any like like oh okay, this is the open world control game. I get it. Yes. Yeah, it definitely has a like the the control kind of aesthetic of like that red shining. Yeah, but no, you're you're right. Death Stranding is the better call. That there might be weird floating buildings in Death Stranding. It's been a while since I played it. Yeah. Um But yeah, uh he lives at basically like a a abandoned train station. Yeah. Uh and yeah, they go inside, Asuka's naked all <laughs> Yep. And, yeah. Um, I, I do like Ida's like, yeah, she's here too. And just, like, throws a towel over her. Right. Uh, and, yeah, she is also saying, like, oh, the reason why I don't live in the village is I don't want to hang around Lillen. Yeah, which is... She didn't use that word in three, did she? I can't remember. I don't think she did. Yeah. I I can't I can't remember. She is wearing the explosive collar. 
Yes, yeah, she is. And as soon as Shinji sees that, he pukes. Because he Biak. remembers uh, the collar killing Kaoru. Yes. Uh, which, yeah, like, they... You don't see all of it, but you get a very close-up shot of him covering his mouth. Yeah, it's it's a very gross thing if he covers his mouth and then pukes through his fingers. Yes. It's it's bad. I've I've done that before. It's no it's no good. I I, I don't think I've had the pleasure. <laughs> um Uh but yeah, uh Asuka is like mad at him because like, ah, oh, I'm naked, I'm I'm insulting you, but only my collar gets you to react to anything, huh? Buh. Buh. Buh, buh, buh. I'm gonna go play my Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Um, they show what she's playing one time, and for a split second, I was really hoping it was the Firestarter, Firestarter? game from Fully yes, Cooley. Yes, save, save, save. <laughs> um, then I think you, you get what is like probably the worst offender. Oh, the um, one she's asleep. When she's trying to, when she's pretending to sleep. She's laying on her side with her butt taking up about 50% of the camera, and she rolls over in a way no human being ever has. Like, her top half rolls over, and then her bottom half. Yes. So that you can see her taint from every angle. Yeah, Say the word they, taint on this more than I was expecting to. Well, there's a lot of taint in this. There's a lot of taint. It's a tainted movie. <laughs> Um, and, and again, like, you can, I'm sure there are lots of people that sleep uh, shirtless in their underwear on a hot summer night. Camera could have been anywhere in that room. Didn't have to be between her legs. Yeah. Like, the fact that you can see, like, in, like, you don't see anything, but you could see, like, the gap between her underwear and her, like, legs. Yeah, uh-huh. It's like, come the fuck on, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Shinji's just crying. Yeah, Shinji's laying in bed sobbing. Or is he, no, he's not even laying in bed, he's just laying on the floor. Yes. Yeah. Um, we start seeing kind of like the village in full. There's all a bunch of like solar panels. Yeah. Um, Miss Lookalike is asking, you know, like, what's good morning? What's thank you? What's. Yeah, Miss Lookalike becomes kind of the main character for this stretch. Yes, because Shinji is just out of action. Yeah, Shinji is, like, incapable of doing anything, and Asuka doesn't feel like doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, Miss Lookalike uh, joins the farmer. I love these farmers. Yeah, these just, like, nice older women that are just like, all right, yeah, come on, girl, let's go plant some rice or whatever they're planting. Yeah, they're p planting rice. Yeah. Uh, and she's just wearing her, like, farmer outfit. <laughs> Which is just her plug seat, but with, like, a hat and, like, a, yeah. a cloth to tie the hat or down. It's good. Her gloves and, like, some boots. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I just like these ladies. Well, that's some, sure is some tight fitting clothes you're wearing. Anyway, yeah, like they're just some nice old ladies. Yeah, they're great. Which I always appreciate in media. Mm -hmm. Uh, I definitely there's like a kind of short hair lady who like we later see like in a button up. Uh huh. And I, I definitely like shared her with people I know who would like that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, we, we just get this kind of nice montage of Ray working and kind of, or just look like working, and just kind of learning what life is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, she learns what breaking a sweat is, and what work is, and that you say thank you when someone gives you a thing. And, like, on one hand, I don't know, it's maybe a little, like, okay, I get it. But on the other hand, I like it, actually, so whatever. Yeah, I I like it, so. Yeah. Like, they go through it a lot, but it always kind of works for me. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Um. Yeah, like, they they have a bath scene, but it is, like, the least sexual bath scene of the series. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, yeah, like, it's these, all these, like, glaze after work. And they're just like, oh yeah, like strange outfit you got. <laughs> oh oh, you can't you can't get into the bath in your your clothes. You gotta take those off. Uh, but yeah, she is like surprised that like I, mean, I can't believe I'm alive without someone ordering me around. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I like that, like, the doctor's office is obviously, like, what is in what used to be the train station. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's, like, all these little, like, models of trains and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is also where you get the the holding hands thing where she says, like, it's the, uh, like, they're holding hands and the hopes... Uh, like, of, you know, that they could become friends. Yeah, like, the the big, like, thing she learns that kind of, like, dot the moments in this is she learns what good night means, which is, you know, I hope you have a good sleep. I learn what good morning means. I learn what goodbye means. I learn what thank you means. And I learn what holding hands means. Yes. Um. Asuka has, uh, her scene where she forces uh yeah Shinji's on the floor just laying there and Ida put out some like ration bars for him to eat cause he's gotta eat something and you know Asuka is yelling at him like she does he sees her collar and pukes starts to puke again and this pisses her off because listen motherfucker everyone else also has shit going on and you need to just fucking get over it and eat something and she straddles him and is, like, choking him as she just shoves pieces of food into his mouth, which is still full of barf. Yes. And it is very upsetting. It feels, you know, listen, it's another move. It's another time where they're ending Ava and, like, it. one of them is choking the other, but it's flipped from how it was last time. Yeah. Like, I assume this is meant to be, yeah, a, a mirror of the choking shit from EOE. Yes. Um, but yeah, she also while all that is going is like you can still like you still need to eat food, not like me. Yeah, she's just been exi- uh, subsisting off water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This we're getting more and more hints that like yeah, she is not like properly human. Yes. Um. It is also interesting that yeah, looking at those two choking scenes, Shinji chokes her because she won't give him what he wants she chokes him because he won't fucking take care of himself yes uh and Shinji leaves yeah he runs out uh and yeah just goes to go sulk in the ruins of an old nerve facility nearby yeah which is 
like th- this is where I was like, ah, oh, yes, this is truly beautiful. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got Shinji sulking in beautiful landscapes. It's Evangelion, baby. Yeah. Well, like, I think you had said, like, make a tweet where it's like, oh, we, in, on our trip, we passed by all this countryside, and then, like, I saw, like, an abandoned warehouse. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, Shinji's just gonna live in this uh, broken building for a while. Yeah, where penguins live. Yeah, a whole bunch of pen pens. Yeah, that was another like whoa, like you, it does the shot of like Pimpin when he like gets out of the bath. Yeah, but it's just a bunch of penguins that all are live in this like sea area. Right. And yeah, Shinji just. Plops down and lives here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is when like Ida's like, all right, I, I think I should still leave him alone for right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, lookalike is uh, gets asked about her name and she doesn't have one yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of frame it as amnesia, right? Uh, because what it actually is is too weird to probably to... Yeah, uh-huh. I don't think these nice farmer ladies have uh, had to hear enough uh, weird speeches from creeps to understand most of the Eva shit. Yeah. Um, Ray finds a library, and she's like, oh, yeah, like, Shinji, like, gave me a bunch of books. Yeah. And, like, I should read. Um... This is where she learns, thank you. Yes. And also learns that when someone drops something, you're supposed to give it back to them. Oh, yes. That, yeah. yeah, that's the... Um, and I also just kind of really like that, like, the rest of, like, the town is like, all right, like, when we... Ray kind of doesn't, you know, or Miss Look Like doesn't kind of get things like this. Yeah. So I'm going to just, like, kind of explain it to her as I do it. Yeah, it's like not- very easy to imagine a situation where people got annoyed with her constant questions about the most basic shit, but everybody is just super nice and patient with her. Yes. Uh, this little library train car looks very cozy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's just like, hey, like you want to read with me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just nice. Yeah. Yeah, and eventually she goes to see Asuka, uh, who is just... Yeah, hanging out, bored, playing her video game. She, like, thinks it's an intruder and pulls a gun, but it's just Ray. Well, yeah, she's, uh, she's got her uh, puppet also. Yes, she's got the puppet uh, that, like, her mom saw as her or whatever. Yes. Um, does she, like, talk to it in this scene or she just... Yes. Film? Yeah, what'd she say? Uh, uh, she's just, you know, I've been alone, you know, like, I've been alone all my life, so I don't need to worry about going into town or about Shinji. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I'm alone and that's how I like it. Right. And then, yeah, look-alike talks to her and asks, like, hey, why don't you live in the town? And she's like, because well, I'm not, like, a person. I'm just here to protect people. Yeah. Well, she, like, I think she says, like, why don't you work in the town? And she's like, because I'm not here to work. I'm here to protect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, she, uh, Ray goes see Shinji and gives back uh, the cassette player. Right, which, what 
what happened with the cassette player in three? I think. I think in. But did he just lose it and she found it, or did he give it to her? I know at one point, like I think, at the end of two, he. Like I think at one point he did give it to her and. Uh huh. Like that, like when they reconnected when Third Impact was almost happening. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that was part of it, and yeah, I think she had it for portions of three. Okay. And so now she's giving it back. Gotcha, gotcha. But he does not want it, he slaps it away. Uh, so she's like, alright, well, I'll hold on to it for a little while and, and bring it back to you. Yeah. Uh, but she gives him a, a thing of rations. Yeah, it would be funny if she just, like, keeps on, like... It would not be what the scene is supposed to be, no, but just keeps just giving like, oh, oh, you dropped it again, here. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but she leaves him with the food, and he just sits there sulking for a while longer, and then eventually he breaks down sobbing and eats all the food. Yeah, like, like he's, like, a fucking beast Evangelion. Yeah, uh-huh. There's a lot of this chunk that feels like they're trying to do, like, a Miyazaki movie with Eva characters. Kind of. I'm like, oh, we just gotta teach you how to, like, do good, honest work and also enjoy food. And then yeah. all your life will be perfect. Um, but yeah, we get a, another montage of Ray working. Yeah. She, she's got a big saw. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw someone Photoshop a Keyblade into that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're yeah getting a lot of work from everybody. We're seeing Ida. He like teaches a class or something. He's working on like a water pump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just you everyone is just living their life in this town. Yeah, uh, Ray's taking care of some uh, stray cats that are under a, t- a train. Yeah. Um. Yeah, everyone's just having a good time. Right, and like uh, lots of time Shinji. is passing. Yeah, except Shinji. <laughs> lots and lots of time is passing, and he just still spends all his time sulking out here. Ray visits him a lot, but he doesn't talk to her. And yeah, finally Ada and Toji have like another conversation where they're like, at a certain point, us giving him space is us abandoning him. Yeah, uh-huh. It's 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 so nice to finally have like a couple of well-adjusted, emotionally mature yeah. adults on this show. I know. <laughs> oh, what a revelation! <laughs> finally, some people who are just who got some therapy. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. But yeah. Ray goes to see him again, and is just again like, "Hey, why do you stay out here all the time? Why don't you?" come back to the village are, are you protecting it like what Asuka said that didn't make any sense to me uh, and he finally breaks his silence and he talks about you know yeah every time I do anything it ruins everything I don't so I'm just gonna sit here and do nothing and I'm not gonna talk to anybody I don't want to see anybody and he, I don't get why everyone is so nice to me and she's like well it's cause we like you and he just breaks down completely yeah. It's it's a real great moment. It is. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's a moment of Shinji not just being saved by internal like revelations about himself. Yeah, but by like going like 
being told by someone like like those self revelations are important mm-hmm. but going like having a group of people who are like no we care about you yeah uh huh I so I think a big part of what I really like about this chunk of the movie is you know we have talked multiple times in the past I love the end of the TV show yes um, but like that is all centered on you know it's it's very Shinji focused they throw up a title card and be like listen we we only got time to do Shinji just just pretend like we did it for everybody please yeah uh, but you know it's very introspective and it's all about getting him to come to, like, that one epiphany at the end. And it's like, the whole world ended, and there is nothing left other than for Shinji to reflect on his own depression until he can solve it. And what I like about this, people always talk about how, like, oh, no, 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 you don't get it. The end of the TV show and the movie are happening concurrently. Like, you watch the first half of the movie, and then you watch the end of the TV show, then you watch the second half of the movie, and that makes no sense. But the idea is that, like, the TV show is what's going on in Shinji's head, and the movie is what's happening outside of him. And that's not what it is. But this chunk of the movie is the outside looking in at him having that kind of breakdown. Mm-hmm. Like, and what I like is that, like, yeah, no, a horror, like, it's always Kaoru dying that sets him off and, like, puts him into this horrible, like, inescapable depression. Um, and this time it's like, yeah, 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 this horrible traumatic thing happened to you. But also horrible traumatic things happen to everybody, and the world's actually not ending. It's not the yeah. end of everything. We all kind of have to just keep, like, going on, and there's work to do. So, like, okay, yeah, have your little epiphany, then you gotta, like, come and work at it with everybody. We're all working at it, and you're not special. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you don't feel like you can work it, okay, but, like, we'll want you here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just I I like that it's Shinji's depression does not is not synonymous with the end of the world in this version. Yes. And I think that's a good evolution of the idea. It it definitely feels like someone who has gone through depression and has now lived like a pretty happy life. Right. Past it. Yeah. And, like, you know, knows that depression will always kind of be there, Mm -hmm. but knows that you can get through it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's also just very, like, again, it's, he has his epiphany moment here with Ray, and he's like, okay, I want to keep living, and then this next chunk is okay, but, like, that means you have to keep living. You gotta do stuff. You have to, like, be a person and relate to other people and, like do things for other people. Yeah, and, like, noticeably, like, for a lot of the first bits we see him with Ida, when he's, like, taking him out on all of the fixes, yeah, he isn't saying anything. Right, he's still basically being the same person. And when Ida finally, like, gives him a job to do, he whines like a little kid about it, and Ida's like, yeah, shut the fuck up and catch some fish. Yeah, it's like, hey, this is... Literally one of the smallest things yeah. I can give you. <laughs> right. He's like, I don't wanna. I don't care. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tough shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. And he fails, and I did like I was just like, okay, well, we can try again tomorrow. You're catching yeah. a fucking fish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you failing right now is not 
the yeah. end of the world. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and yeah, this is also where we see that, yeah, there are just roving Evangelions outside of, like, the... The, the wall, the basically. Wall. Yeah. Which is not something they, like, go in-depth in, but I just like it as a little world-building detail. That, like, most yeah. of the world is just these mindless, like, half-robot, half-giant monster things just wandering around. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, if those things stop working, we're done, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're getting more with Ray. She's having a nice time. She's still learning things. Uh, uh, the baby likes her. <laughs> yeah, the baby likes her more than it likes her mom. <laughs> uh, but then Asuka, like, is like, hey, is she, like, is she functioning well? I, I guess so. Yeah, like, what, what is, what? and... Yeah, and she also, like, says, like, oh, you're, like, hanging out with the original Batch? Yeah, yeah. Like, the thing uh, we're really going to learn about Asuka at the end I, is not a reveal to Asuka. No. It's just something we haven't been told. No. Um, but yeah, uh... Uh... Wow. <laughs> lost lost <laughs> my brain for a second there. <laughs> um, Lookalike is, like, reading to the baby... And then gets, like, a low battery warning on her plug suit and, had, like, collapses. Well, and, she re- and also, yeah. she's already asked Shinji, like, hey, I want you to give me a name. Oh, yeah, that, that has also happened. Um, and he doesn't have a good one in mind. Uh, but, yeah, she collapses and finds figures out that if she's not with nerve, then she can't live very long. Um, and... I I literally said like when that happened I'm like oh don't do that to her <laughs> yeah no it sucks ah <laughs> uh, yeah Shinji is now like fully helping out in the village yeah he's talking again yeah um and Ida has Asuka and Shinji come with him to pay respects to his dad's grave and he kind of tells Shinji hey you know I know shit's weird with your dad but you should probably try to talk to him at some point. Yeah, it's like, even if, like, you know, you come away with it not liking him. <laughs> yeah, you, you should have a nice... I, I'm kind of on Team Asuka, though. Fuck that dude. Yeah. Shinji does not owe him that conversation. No. Um, but I also understand that feeling of... Like, I don't think that... Like, Shinji, like, at, like... When he has his conversation with Gendo, yeah, is not looking for understanding of his, like, of why he wanted to do it. It's just an, more of an understanding of who get who his father is. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I can I can definitely understand, even as someone who obviously does not have as shitty a parent as Gendo. Sure. Yeah. 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 But, like, I can understand that, like, who is the person who raised me? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I, but also, yeah, yeah, but also fuck Gendo. <laughs> also fuck Gendo. And I, there is just an, ex- like, Ida here in this scene. Whether or not the movie's in the wrong is one thing. Ida's in the wrong in this scene, I feel like, though. Yes. Because like, his dad seems like a, a, a like, a normal kind of like, eh, yeah, we didn't get along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Shinji's like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little different. 
My dad is the one that has tried to destroy the world multiple times. My dad plays psychological mind games to turn me into a child soldier every time we talk, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they uh, Miss Look Like uh, is having fun with the other farmers, and they're like, hey, you should probably change your clothes. Yeah, and they just happen to have a spare, like, girl's uniform from their school, so she's dressed in the classic Ray outfit. Yes, and then, like it's not a major thing. I don't don't do that. Like I, the thing I want with Miss Lookalike is for her to like not be Ray at all. Yes, and the things they do with her as in her like last bits of the movie here are just no no. She's Ray. She just she just became Ray over time. And I would like her. I would like the movie better if it just let her be like I don't know. I'm I'm Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fucking fake name they came up with for Ray in the, like, live-action movie concept art? <laughs> oh, God, I don't remember this at all. I don't remember it at all, but it would be such a funny fucking, like, <laughs> Easter egg. Yeah. That was uh, one thing, too. Uh, I, I guess they're who did the first three rebuilds, and it'd be weird to change the cast. I was real bummed the Netflix dub cast was not on this movie. Yeah, I... I we talked about uh, I, I think especially Netflix Shinji. Yeah, yeah. Casey uh, Mongillo? I don't know how you yes. say their name. Yeah, they're so good in the Netflix uh, dub, and the the guy who does Shinji in this is is fine. He's not bad, but yeah, it, it's the original Shinji, but it is right. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I have seen other people. <laughs> yeah. Or hell, even if they, like, took the weirdness of, like, the evil localization as an opportunity to, like, add their own little spin to some of the weird shit, and, like, when shit gets weird at the end, switch him out for the Netflix actor or something, you know? Yeah. I, I know that, like, the big, uh, like, box set they do has both the Netflix and, uh-huh. uh, uh, you know, ADV versions, and I wonder if that will extend to the rebuild movies. Maybe. Yeah. Um, also, as long as we're talking about the dub, they didn't They didn't do a ton of work to make sure that the scenes felt organic. They were just like, if there's a pause in the Japanese, we are pausing this English sentence, even if it's a nonsense place to pause. Yeah, Maybe they needed the year. <laughs> Maybe they needed the year. Maybe this is too quick of a turnaround for this. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, the, the, the Shinji's next out, uh, outing is to one of the weaker parts of the L-Zone. Yes. Uh, where we meet Ryuji Kaji. Yeah. Uh, who is not a character, but that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, that's... The important thing is that we met him, and we learned that he is uh, Misato and Kaji's son. Yeah. Um, we learned that Kaji died during the near third impact from the end of movie two, and Misato has never met her son because she feels like she couldn't be a good mother to him. Yes. Which is maybe a self-fulfilling prophecy there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
Masato is definitely like you know, and partly because she has become like more mature mm-hmm. and has like kind of you know had more time to think about her actions. Yeah, uh, and has turned away from Nerf. Right, is like a better person than she was in the original anime. Definitely. Um, but you still like she is still a fundamentally fucked up person. Absolutely. That is. I don't know what you would cut to make room for it because it's already a long movie. I do wish we got more Masato. Yeah. I-, I think part of it is supposed to be that, like, oh, you're waiting for, you know, her to become the Masato of old. Right, right. And you get that, but, you know. Yeah. Um. What happens next? Uh, then we're, we're back with uh, Lookalike, who is, like... She's got stigmata, basically. Yeah, I like the way that she interacts with this baby is just poking its face. So what's this all about? <laughs> yeah, she just likes to poke its face. But yeah, her hand is turning all red and goopy, and she starts crying. And she's like, oh, what? I'm sad this time? What the? <laughs> what the? Uh, yeah, but she ends up leaving a note of... Good night, good morning, thank you. And if I don't see you later. Yeah. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she goes to see Shinji one more time to give him the, the tape deck again, and he finally accepts it. Um, and she asks about a name. He's like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I look at you, I see Ray, so I guess I'm naming you Ray, sorry. She's like, ah, that's that sucks shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that sucks, but I got like ten seconds left, so I guess I'll take it. Uh, uh but yeah, she talks yeah. about how, you know, she was she was happy here and she wishes she could have stayed as she uh her plug suit turns white and the camera keeps just zooming in on her, and then she pops into Tang like an EOE character. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, because there's also, like, a bit of, like, Asuka saying to, like, you know, uh, look-alike, like, hey, the feelings you're feeling about Shinji yeah. are, like, programmed into you. Right, yeah, they only, they made you feel that way to give you, like, a weakness that they could exploit to control you. And she's like, okay, I still feel that way, though, so whatever. Yeah, like... <laughs> I, I, yeah, it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, Shinji... It, I, I was worried we were going right back into Shinji uh, catatonic because he was, like, finally starting to do better and then he gets another traumatic thing that happens to him. Yeah. But uh, he grieves for, like, uh, you know, more regular amount of time on this one. Yeah, and then he's, like, yeah, like, Masato... Shows up with the Wunde. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, yeah, no, I want to go. Yeah. Which, why, why does he want to go, and why do they accept him? I, I don't, well, they accept him because Masato feels bad about everything. Yes. Because uh, she's the, like, if anyone else was in charge, he'd, they'd be like, you're not getting on this fucking thing. No, we, we are not letting you get it within... Two miles of an Eva. Uh, but yeah, they... I, yeah, go ahead. 
I, I the reason why I read why he wants to go is like as kind of you know lookalikes just said to him, and as he has like come to like he likes this place, right? And he would like to try to help to fix it. Sure, I guess just like or he doesn't know it. like what the state of things are, and he has every reason to believe they will not let him help. They will make him go sit in a cell. Yes. Which is what they do. Yes. Uh, but, you know, he's steadfast. He wants to go. So Asuka's like, all right, you okay. He, and here's, just, here's the rules. Yeah. <laughs> that, that made me laugh. Uh-huh. And he wakes up on, like, an operating table with uh, Sakura, Toji's younger sister from the third movie, who slaps the shit out of him. And is uh, yeah, like, she's like, like I told you specifically, you had one job, Shinji. <laughs> there was exactly one thing you couldn't do, and you did it. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. Uh, and then yeah, like Oscar's like just doing her usual thing, and like Shinji's just like, oh okay, <laughs> yeah, uh huh. He's just psyched that he doesn't have to wear a. Uh, a collar. Yeah, they're not making him wear a bomb collar because they're going to make him sit in a jail cell covered in bombs the entire time he's here. Uh, And, yeah, Asuka gives uh, Sakura a letter from her brother that uh, she's just, you know, cries because she's hearing from her brother. Uh, And Asuka's like, alright, whatever, fuck you, I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Family can't can't relate. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Beep boop, I am not a human beep boop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, now we're into a stage of, like, they're doing a lot of prep work for the final battle. Yeah, um, we see bits of them working on the, uh, Ava, like, you know, Unit 2 and, uh, yeah. Mari's unit to, like, make them ready for battle. right. Uh, we see the bridge crew, like, the, the new bridge crew, and, uh, the pink-haired woman is like, why the fuck did we let Shinji back on? Yeah, she's like, am I, am I the only rational person on this fucking airship? Why did we, every time he does anything, the world gets worse. What's wrong with you people? Yeah, like, well, she's, like, specifically, like, all of my family died because of him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the other people are like, I don't know, Masato said to do it, and I trust her. And she's like, I don't! What are you talking about? Yeah, like, why would you trust Masato? She could have stopped him and didn't! What's wrong with you? And they're like, eh, they have a they have a shoot to kill if Shinji leaves his cell. Okay, they could have killed him last time, and they didn't! You don't, what, how do you not get out of this? Do you not understand we're in an Evangelion movie? <laughs> And they're like, yes, we understand that, so we know that Shinji is the key to all of this. Ah, shit. <laughs> um, I think this is also where we get the explanation of the uh, blue handkerchief. Uh, I think that's a little later, but yeah, it's uh, it was the thing Kaji was wearing, and he like before he died, he gave uh, the bloody handkerchief to Masato, and it's like the symbol of the the rebellion against nerve. Yeah, they they want to turn the ocean and the sky back to those 
the blue colors. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the kind well, of yes. stuff we see in this movie is the only, like, bits we know of that scene, right? Yeah. Like, we don't know exactly what he did in that moment, other than no. he had to die to stop the third impact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because first we get the bit of Asuka and Mari. Right, yeah, uh-huh. Um, Luke. Yeah? You know me. Yeah, yeah, you were complaining earlier that no one got to be gay in this movie, Ashley. That's the problem. You got exactly what you wanted. Are these two gay? <laughs> no, I don't think they are. Yeah. Mari might be, but Asuka is indifferent at best. Yeah. Um. Mari's a switch who likes to dom boys and uh-huh. sub to girls. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, like, I think that there was, like, some background stuff, because you see a bit of it in this movie, but there's more, like, there was it in, like, a light novel about Mari. Okay. Um, where, like, she was around during the times of, like, uh, of UA. Okay. And yeah, I mean, there was, like, a, like three frames of a flashback to that when he yes. says her, her real name. Which I, I really didn't get what they were driving at other than, oh, she's got a Bible name, so I guess that means she's important? I don't know. Whatever, yeah, dude. I don't know about that. Um, but apparently in, like, the the backstory thing for her, there's hints that she, is in, that she was also in love with UA. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> You know what I would make every version of Eva so much better is if they would fucking put Yue in it ever. <laughs> She's like the linchpin of the plot in every version of it, and she never actually gets to do anything. Yeah, I really feel like it's it's because like if they show too much of Yue, yeah, like because like a lot of like what people talk about Yue is like is she like this. This, you know, just as much a victim as Shinji is she, in fact, like the real mastermind. Yeah, no, she's the real mastermind. If you watch like the last couple episodes of the show closely, that's what they're hinting at. Yeah. But like she was using Gendo the same way Gendo uses Shinji. But you know that's uh, never explored. Yeah, it's just alluded to. Um, it turns so. It turns out the real kind of focus of this ship is it is a arc. Yes, uh, because Kaji did not particularly care about saving people. He wanted to save as much of the different species on Earth that the Human Instrumentality Project would uh, destroy. Yes. Yeah, like. Gendo's whole thing and, you know, Sele's whole thing is, you know, bringing humanity to the next, like, stage of evolution or whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the cost of the world, because we won't need it anymore. Right. And Kaji is, like, yeah, definitely, like, a big reaction to that, of, like, there's so much more to the world than us. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that is, that's definitely a running theme, like, from the first episode of Eva, I do wish it got, like, developed more. 
Yeah. The, like, environmentalist angle to it, and, like, how all the bad shit in EVA is man-made, and, like, it's ruining the planet, and, like, completely ruins the planet at the end of the movie. Uh, and, I don't know, like, that's obviously there, I just kind of wish they spent more time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess, I, like, it's weird that I keep thinking about this, but, like, in the, like, Thanos... <laughs> yeah. Thing of it, it, like, it, it is another, like... Like, kind of thing where it's also, like, why, why is humanity the most important, yeah, important thing? Why are... Right. Um, but, yeah, Masato hangs out in the arc part of it. Uh, and Reese goes like, "Cause it's Kashi," and she's like, "Shut up." <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't care, Baka. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. They're talking about all the crazy nerve shit they'll have to fight. Yeah, right. This is when they get to ride their tram, and yeah, they talk about humanity. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, guys, yeah. you guys know the bit. <laughs> uh, nerve has the black moon, which okay. The Black Moon was the thing buried at the South Pole, is that right? Yes. Okay. Was it... Oh, was the Black Moon, like, the inside of Nerve? Or, like, it, it like was, the inside it, of it was Nerve? It was the Geodome. The Geodome, okay. So the White Moon was at the South yeah, Pole. Yeah, the White Moon was at the South Pole, that's it. Okay, right, alright, okay. Uh, oh yeah, I was, I was gonna say, I like how Masato puts Kaji's sacrifice... Where it's like, oh yeah, oh, God, he... yeah, it's some real fucking uh, Gendovsky <laughs> shit of like, well, he killed himself and therefore contradicted himself by acting selfishly, but also for others, and that yes. <laughs> but like, also, it's great to read it as like Masato just being like, fucking Kaji, I can't believe I'm in love with this asshole. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Listen, I know full well it's just part of Eva. This movie maybe goes a little hard on the philosophy babble sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just drop new terms for shit like it's going out of style. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the Black Moon, which is like now has been, you know, like. It, it looks like, uh, like cut like carrots now but like when you like or like when you peel like an apple all is one thing uh-huh. yeah it's a weird what it immediately reminded me of and I I assume I don't know maybe it was intentional uh, probably not was um in Gurren Lagan the like big city that they storm in the first half mm-hmm. it looks a lot like that to me uh, um yeah but yeah, like, there's definitely a lot more Gurren Lagann in this. Oh, it's about to get very Gurren Lagann. Um, you get that, uh, Ruzke's in that room just full of ray heads, which is still creepy as shit. Find a different room to hang out in, man. Didn't he have, like, a weird headset in the last one? Like, he wore a VR helmet the whole time? Yeah. I guess he didn't need that. He just chose, it was just a fashion choice. Yeah, like... Uh, Gendo is now has like the kind of thing, but that is for a very particular reason. Uh huh. Listen, you gotta wear that after you use the key of Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, but as the was the 
Nebuchadnezzar referenced at all before no. that line in this movie? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't I think so. I see you've used the key of Nebuchadnezzar. To... <laughs> what the fuck are you people talking about? I was just like, right, right, of course. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, obviously, again, that's not a new thing. They just suddenly blurt out the chamber of guff has opened. In, or, yeah, like, in the original, like, oh, yes, the Dead Sea Squirrels. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, okay, I just looked it up. Um, the key of Nebuchadnezzar is... Uh, like when they deli- when Kaji delivers the thing to him and it's not Adam, it's the little skeleton oh, with the syringe. Okay, yes. That's the key of Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Which actually that goes into I had heard some people like it takes this takes some influence from the manga version of Evangelion. Oh, okay. And that is in Evangelion, like when he like fuses himself like when he inserts Adam into himself. Yeah. Which in the manga he just eats it right it's not like a weird like just like i'm just gonna put this thing right below my skin uh-huh uh but he gets like those like he gets some kind of like angel powers from it right he gets like the at field and stuff yeah um and they do that with this too but not you know by having it be a totally different thing, it feels maybe a little less. <laughs> it's, it's still kind of out of nowhere, but like it's not like, wait a minute, that's not what. <laughs> right, uh huh. Anyway, uh, yeah, they're prepping for the big fight. Um, Shinji's got that, you know, Walkman now. Um, yeah. I'm z- running through it trying to find another thing to talk about. Uh, Asuka and Mari are getting suited up. They're wearing white because they're going to their own funeral. Yeah, that that I definitely I, that is something I know in Japan is that yeah, white is the color of death in that. Right. And we get some taint shots as they float in zero g to their evas, but then they decide to, uh, you know, take a detour and talk to Shinji for a while. Yeah. Also, like when they light up their thing, it uh, it's like it's RG it's RGB colors. <laughs> uh huh. They've got gamer plug suits. <laughs> uh, Mari it, bees Mari at Shinji and yeah. whatever. Yeah, she uh, describes herself as uh, the girl with glasses and big tits. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Asuka asks Shinji, like, hey, have you figured out why I wanted to punch you that one time? And it's because he couldn't decide what to do when she was uh, in the angel-infected Eva. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, oh, they're, they're just like, okay, well, you actually maybe have grown up slightly. That's weird. That usually doesn't happen with you. Well, uh-huh. anyway, guess I'll die. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> um... Sorry, I'm also just, like, skating through it. Yep. It's a lot of, um, yeah, like, bridge talk. They're prepping. They're headed to the South Pole. Uh, yeah, this is this is where we get the talk of the handkerchiefs. Right, yeah, we learn about the handkerchiefs. Um, there's that one dude who has five of them for his, uh, his comrades that have fallen in battle. Right. Uh, the bridge, like, transforms, and this is when it turns very Gurren Lagann. 
Mm. Uh, they have to like cut through the weird illusion barrier at the South Pole, where and there's just <laughs> this is where they really start dropping the the nonsense dialogue of like. Oh, that barrier prevents anyone tainted by original sin from entering it. <laughs> yeah, like it. You're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right, of course. <laughs> it's just that uh, pop team epic bit. <laughs> like, of course, that makes total sense. Clueless. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they dive in, and it's just like crazy hell world down there, and they have a bunch of big fights. The like, yeah, details the, of it don't matter so much. Yeah, like. They are kind of like skim. It kind of weirdly looks like the final fight in the last in uh, the last Jedi when they're oh. on the surface of the like fake right because because they're ground. skimming the white to expose the red underneath it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, they're fighting other like nerve stuff that uh, Fuse Case controlling. Yeah, the one and- bit I do really like here is when like. Masato has them ram another enemy ship to use it like a shield against the gunfire and feeds you just a moment of like, well, okay, you're still doing crazy bullshit that works somehow, huh? Okay. Yeah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) He he also totally seems like, he's like, I'm in for a penny and for a pound at this point. Yeah, he doesn't seem all that like into what's going on. He's just like, I mean, what else am I going to (laughs) do? Yeah, like it's... I'm controlling a fleet of uh, drone angels at the end of the world. What am I going to do? Not sick them yeah, on you? Like, I might as well make this a bit fun. Right. This might as well happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, they go under and uh, they end up, you know, they dive, dive. And there's just a bunch of like... It basically looks like when uh, Shinji went into the giant ray at the end of end of Evangelion, right? Uh, but now it is now it's a Star Fox level. Yeah, now it's a Star Fox level, and uh, now it like they are supposed to be like uh, like Evangelions. Yeah. Uh, you were saying that you could kind of do without the fight at the start of this movie. This is the fight where I'm kind of starting to disengage. Yeah, that's fair. I, I just feel like I, like, get why this fight is here more than... <laughs> sure, sure. I just feel like it's kind of a long fight. Um, It's a very Mari. You know, Mari's features big in it, and I don't care about her. And it's not even, like, that visually interesting. Mm-hmm. That's I definitely. I feel like, like if I have I, a beef with this uh, movie, it's that both of the previous endings to Evangelion do a lot of really interesting things, like visually and formally. And this movie kind of gestures towards some of that in like the ending, but it also kind of feels like it's just copying the same moves those made instead of coming up with its own shit. Yeah. Um. I don't know what I don't have like a response like of like well actually to sure. that uh, you're just right <laughs> sure um what I would kind of say for myself is it just it still works for me <laughs> and that's totally fair like the the writing you know we'll get to I don't have as big of a an issue with it as I do the visuals it's just both like uh you know Beast of Shadowed Eye and End of Eva have so many, like, interesting things going on as, like, works of animation that this is just kind of lacking in. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I don't think any of the images from the end of this movie are going to stick with me the way some of the shit from those two things have, you know? Yeah, like, I... There, there's I, no, I, like, photographing the animation cells from underneath to make them look weird. That kind of thing, you know? Yes. Um, and, like, part of me wonders if it is because it is less physical. Yeah, yeah. If that is a, a part of it. Right. Yeah, it feels more like, um, I said, they definitely have a lot of money to work with, and they're using a lot of CGI. Everything is very clean and, like, pristine, especially in this, like, whole big climax sequence in a way that EOE and the Beast both have, like, that roughness, that hand-drawn element to it where they can, like, be playful with it, and, like, when this tries to do the same things, it feels like it's just, like play acting at that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like, the thing that I would maybe argue is them trying something new. Yeah. Not in kind of the same way that yeah. End of Evangelion or uh, the uh, last episode did was right. uh, is realistic Rayhead. That's true. Yeah. Which... You just don't know if you, like, you think you might, like, just not like. Right, like, obviously it's supposed to be disconcerting and, like, not look like it fits in with everything else. That's the point. They made it that way for a reason. I just, I don't know. It might be too jarring and just take me out of the moment. Like, my reaction when that came on screen was just to go, Oh, no. And yeah, it 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 worked for me as being this thing that is disconcerting, but not taking me out. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Mari and Asuka fight their way down to like the nerve headquarters, and Asuka gets to the uh, Ava Unit Thirteen, which is yeah. crucified with two different spears. It, um, it is yeah. Like, I, I was gonna say, but. Um, I was gonna say one thing that is serious and then one thing that's silly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say um, that yeah, like we were talking, like you know, this is a like two and a half hour long movie. Yeah. And the battle scenes are definitely where I would like skim some off the top. Yeah, I didn't. They didn't even really hit me how long they were until I looked at where we are time wise and seeing how much more time we have left in this movie and how little more plot we have to go in this movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, a lot of it is the kind of Evangelion shit. Yeah. Um, where it's people arguing with each other and then realizing something true about the world. <laughs> sure, sure. But it is also a lot of just... Like, this fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> um... Which, also at some point, just feels like someone who has come to Evangelion for different reasons than I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, if you want to see two, like, military modded out Avas just fucking go into town on some, you know, easy to kill but kind of coolly designed bad guys. Right. This is it. Like, the best fights in the original show weren't this kind of just non-stop action running and gunning stuff it was stuff of like okay 
this angel presents an engineering problem, and we need to solve the engineering problem in order to kill it. Yeah. And like, okay, we have this gun, but how do we actually produce enough electricity to shoot the gun? Yes. And, like, probably the most famous fight scene in Evangelion is all due to story. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it is the Oscar versus the mass production units. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, you know, people have talked about that being, like, Oscar's triumph, what it is. I, I think both of us see it definitely as... It is her tragedy. It is yeah, her... Yeah, that's Oscar that's at her lowest point. That's her giving in to what Nerve wants her to be. Yes, it is her becoming a killing machine. Yeah, and, like, that... You're right that that, like, is definitely a scene of, like, this just very well-animated, crazy fight, running and gunning. But, like, part of what makes that scene hit so hard is that that's not what Ava fights look like. Yes. Um, and, like, the fact that it's doing that, but, like, it's crazy running and gunning, but it also has so much weight to it. Right, right. Uh, like, people, like, I've seen people use this as a way to, like, use that scene as a way to teach momentum. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel, like, especially when you see the machines, like, crunch against the force of the hits. It's like, they, that feels fluid in a way that, I mean, for instance, I don't think anything in this fight feels that way. Yeah. This almost, and, it, it, I, I, I promise I'm not, like, trying to do this on purpose. This when I was watching this, I was like, this almost feels like an MCU fight scene. Yeah, kinda. Which yeah, is maybe, not... like, one of the meanest things I can say about it. It is better... Shot is maybe not the, totally the right word, but, like, the shots are more interesting to look at here than in the MCU. Yes, and the bad guys are better designed. Than... But it is the same thing of, yeah, we're just going to endlessly kill... Thousands and thousands of cannon fodder enemies. Yeah, and, I'm and there's like, not going to be any weight to any of it. Yeah, I'm like, well, it looks cool, but right. <laughs> like, is it is it is it really needed? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that whole fight happens. That whole uh, fight the happens. Other, the other thing I was going to say that was dumb is when you combine, uh. Asuka and Mari's uh, Evangelions together with their white suits to get the lesbian pride flag. All right, next is going on. <laughs> yeah, so Asuka's going to kill Unit 13, which will stop the, the rite being performed by Nerve. Yes. Um, and um, she, she has, like, a plug that she's supposed to insert into the Ava, and that will, like, just turn it, will, it like, off. Yeah, just deactivate it. Like, it will still have the capability of right. this, but it will just not be, like, usable anymore. Yeah. And she uh, goes she, to, like, they drive They also it. fight, like, these, like, three-handed, like, little drone bots. Yeah, it's like they had a bunch of spare uh, replacement arms for Unit 1 that they just turned into drones. Yeah. Which, yeah, I like those. I feel like that's definitely been, like, an enemy type I saw in some kind of game. Pro oh, most certainly, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, she tries to, like, drive the plug into Unit 13 like it's a stake and it's a vampire. 
Yeah. But an AT field comes up, and that doesn't make sense, because there's no pilot in Unit 13. It shouldn't have an AT field. <laughs> but it turns out that's her own Ava's AT field, because it's too scared to swing that thing it's down. scared. <laughs> so she just yells, fuck this, and give me the angel juice, baby. Yes, she 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 decides to have a bad time. <laughs> she takes off her eye patch, revealing that she has been Sans Undertale this whole time. She's got one glowing blue pupil, <laughs> and uh, it's bad to see as her eyeball explodes and a mini version of one of the like uh, containment field towers comes out of her head. Yes. <laughs> Don't care to see it. <laughs> uh, but that's been containing because we find out she is not really Asuka. She's the ninth yeah, she angel. She is not She's... Asuka Langley Soryu. No. As we've always known, she is Asuka Shikanami Soryu. Oh, that's true. We have known that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she has been the ninth angel the whole time. Yes. Which I had to, like, stop. Wait, which one was the ninth one? Oh, shit, right. It was the goop one that infected the Ava. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, like, the goop is still in the Ava. It's just in these syringes that she injects. Yeah. And, like, fully becomes the angel and, like, goes, you know, Super Saiyan, kind of like Mari did in the second movie. Um, which is cool to see and also doesn't accomplish anything. Yeah. (laughs) Much like Dragon Ball Z, she does, like, the cool super attack. She, like, risks everything on one final move and it looks sick as hell and accomplishes nothing whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, because um, Unit 13 comes online and jams its fist into uh, the, like, magical ghost energy Ava that she's turned into. Yeah. And inside the plug, she sees, like, the ghost of the original Asuka be like, Hey, I'm God now or something? Who cares? You're dead now. And kills her. Yeah, like, I... Basically, like, like yeah, like, that Asuka like, is saying, like, some, like... Uh, philosophical Gendo shit. shit. Gendo shit. And Akka's like, I don't fucking care about you. And she's like, you should, though, dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the last Ava's form mirrors that of a god. All you need to do is accept me along with my love. And, yeah, she gets, uh, she gets gooped, and, uh, yeah, then the Unit 13 just jams its plug inside of itself because it needs two plugs to function, I guess. Yeah. Uh, right, because it's the, it's the double thing. It's the d- yeah, it's the dual entry. It's the two entry yeah. plugs, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the fight's starting to turn bad with the, the warships. Asuka's down. Um, yeah, there's some uh, new Ava types that are... Um, they basically look like uh, Unit Zeros. Yeah, yeah. But with like kind of like a, a almost like a different mask on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they uh, start. They got some blue tentacles. Right. They got blue goop. They got the blue goop, and they're attacking the ship. They're ripping it apart. Yeah, um, and, and like infecting it. They like we have that shot of like all of it shutting down, and Maya's like, "It's pretty bad, team." <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I I don't. I'm, I'm scrubbing through, so I think I'm missing, like, the transition, but basically, uh, Gendo and, um, oh my god, purple hair lady who's cool. Masato. Masato, Jesus Christ, it's late. 
It's late. It's almost um, one o'clock where I am. Leave me alone. Yeah, I'm sorry, Luke. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, Gendo and Masato are out here, and they start having a conversation, and Risco's just like, nope, and shoots him in the face. Yeah, um, yeah, he, like, lands on it kind of, like, in a way that, like, Karu did with, like, you know, like, he is, like, flying around, like, a... <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, also, uh, Shinji's, in all of the stuff, Shinji's cell becomes undone. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's like obviously supposed to mirror you know Ritsuko shooting Gendo in End of Ava, but this time she hits right, hits him a lot. Uh, he blows his fucking brains out. Yup. He's like, ah, oh, I see you've learned to shoot to act decisively. Yeah, I have, motherfucker. Blam. Bam, bam. But yeah, then but he does a th- very upsetting thing, which is he <laughs> gets up and scoops up his brain matter and just kind of drops it back into the back of his skull that's opened up. Yeah. I, I know you just said it, but, like, it does just fucking rule that <laughs> Ritsuka, like, that, like, Gendo's about to start one of his, uh, like, speeches, and she's just like, boom! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. Tell someone who cares. I have a gun. <laughs> but, yeah, he just... You see, like, the back of his head. Yeah. It's bad. It's real bad to see. And then, like, his visor that got all fucked up by the gunshots comes off. And he also has a big cross-shaped hole in the front of his face. Yes. Because he used the key of Nebuchadnezzar to transcend humanity, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Uh, he's gonna enable the deification and the instrumentality of all mankind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I, yeah, he I, has absorbed a Ray and an Asuka into Unit 13, and he's using them to open up the gates of hell to enter the Golgotha object. Yeah, I, I really love the shot of him from the side where you can see through oh, the, yeah. the fucking gash. It's no good. <laughs> it's like, it looks like when like they have like an anime mouth, and like yeah. they don't... like. You know how, like, Anime Mouse, like, they, like, animate it so, like, you don't can't actually see through it? And then you have, like, the, like, with better animated anime, you, ha- like, see it through. Right, so you can't right, see right. through the side. Uh-huh. It is that perspective that so you can definitely see through the side. Uh-huh. And it just fucking sucks, dude. Yep. I love it. <laughs> Big wave of purple souls come out of the gates of hell uh, because, you see, the first impact purified the Earth's oceans, and the second impact purified the Earth, and now... Or no. Ah, the sky. The sky, right. And the third impact purified the land, and now the fourth one will purify the souls. Yeah, and, like, they're showing you all this, you know, flashbacks to... Yeah. Uh, some, like, original series, some stuff, mostly rebuild stuff. Right. Um... Uh, and yeah, he's he's on his whole thing of like, oh, we're gonna fucking turn everybody into one consciousness together. It's gonna be great. Yeah. You're gonna love we, it. We see a lot more of what I assume is the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, I assume so too. Um, which like you don't actually see like any like text or anything that matters. No. Uh, but you do see like Ramiel or like like some of the angels as. Oh, nice. Yeah, like hieroglyphics. Uh huh. Uh, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And, yeah, they're like, 
Yeah, he's like, it is now, like, only two options are, you know, possible. Either, you know, we are killed before the angels, or we usurp the angels and, you know, sit before gods. Okay, but what if we don't do either of those? You're a fool. All the horsemen have been assembled now. And she's like, yeah, like, you've you've named all your ships shit. I don't care. I does not, I do not care. Right. (laughs) Uh, but Shinji's here, and he wants to talk to his dang dad. Yeah, he's like, we're gonna have a fucking conversation, motherfucker. <laughs> and his dad nopes out. He's like, I'm, I'd rather get bored than talk to you. Son, I have literally brought about the end of the world to avoid having a conversation <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, he gets eaten by uh, 13, uh, the purple, the ooze from My Little Pony has... <laughs> Fully taken o- is fully taking over the earth, but the uh, the village is still holding strong. Yeah, yeah. The Which, all the containment rods they got are protecting them for now, at least. And Which, Toji's like, I'm, I believe in Misato. Yeah, he's like, listen, some bad shit's happened before. Some bad shit's gonna happen in the future. We're gonna get through this. <laughs> yeah. Which again, I like. Yes, I I feel like that is a very important scene to show because yeah. They could have easily done it like Third Impact and End of Evangelion. Right. Where these people have been fighting for the entire movie and yeah, they just get fucking schooled. Right. But no, like these. <laughs> mm-hmm. It holds, which, yeah, like it, it is a disaster, but it is holding. Yeah. Like I said, I, I really like the undercurrent of this movie of like, just because your world ends doesn't mean the world ends. Yeah. Uh, but now we find out that behind the go- the doors of Guff is the anti-universe, a realm the wonder cannot enter. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> right, of course. Uh, Mari is... She's gone beast mode, and she's eating all the other Avas to fix her thing. Yeah, because she's still armless, but now she's lost all her, like, weapons, so she's just ripping their arms off and attaching them to herself. Yeah, uh, she says, like, I'm going to, like, you know, help you with your burden, Masato. Yeah. She's like, alright, you're gonna fight good, though. And then pink-haired, uh, bridge member shows up, and she's like, has everyone lost their fucking minds? I'm going to shoot this child, because you're all fucking idiots. No, he can't. You told us we could shoot him if he tried to pilot an Eva, remember? So I'm gonna do that now. And then uh, Toji's sister shows up and she's like, I told you right. that you can't pilot an Eva, so I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> I feel like Pink Haired Girl is shooting to kill and Toji's sister comes up and is like, No, hold on, that's unreasonable. I'm just gonna f- severely wound him so that he can't do anything. Yes. She, like, mentions that she fired a bullet that dissolves. Right, uh-huh. Uh, but Masato takes the bullet for for uh, Shinji. Yeah. And that inspires everybody to just let Shinji do it. They're like, it's again like, well, we've got... We're in this part. Yeah. Uh, Masato loses her sunglasses when she gets shot, and so far we have had Asuka take off her eye patch to reveal her sans undertale eye, and Gendo take off his visor to reveal he got no eyes under there. Really thought she was also going to have some weird fucked up thing happening with her eyes. 
it turns out she's blind or something. Right, uh-huh. She just has no eyes. Right, but no, she she's just normal under there. The big reveal for her is they drew two extra lines right under her eyes to make her look older. Yeah, uh, I, I do also appreciate that Shinji's like, hey, I'm really sorry about this. Yeah. Like, I can't undo the things I did. Yeah. I'm gonna try to help now. Right. Sakura's having a mental breakdown over, Jesus Christ, fucking goddammit, I hate this so much, and it's literally the only option. This sucks. I hate this. Yeah. Why can't why can't anyone else fix it? Why is it gotta be Shinji? He's gonna fuck it up. And yeah, like Masato points out that like it like yeah, like, a lot of really bad shit happened because of the almost third impact. Right. But it would have been bad if third impact happened. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, she, I, we haven't talked about it, but Masato is also haunted by, like, she was really oh, yes. cheering Shinji on during the thing that yes. caused third impact. She didn't realize what was going to happen. Yeah. She thought he was going to be the cool shonen hero and everything was going to be fixed. Is and this like, also? Yeah. I think in their her conversation with Gendo, that's also when she's like, "You and my fucking crazy father." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I think that's a new wrinkle in this continuity. Uh huh. Where like Masato's dad was one of the like key parts of the Human Instrumentality Project. I mean, that was kind of a thing in the show, right? Kind of a thing in the show, but you kind of just like, you don't see him. Like he was at the South Pole. He had to be kind of important. True, but, like, I just get the fact that, like, because he brought his daughter up there. Sure. That he wasn't 100% sure of what's happening up there. Yeah, you could definitely take it that way. You could also take it the way of, uh, a lot of, a lot of Nerve and Sele and, and Ger- Ger- German. What's the other one? Uh, German. German. Uh, like... High up folks love to traumatize their children to turn them into Eva pilots, so who can say? That's true. Molly just walked in and just gave me a really kind of look. <laughs> How long have you been going? About two hours. <laughs> Don't worry, Molly, we just gotta do the part where they enter the anti universe now to get to the yeah. Golgotha object. Molly, don't worry, we're just. We're almost done. We're just entering the anti-universe now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is this also... Yeah, this is where Masato drops some weird-ass line of the only thing a father can do for his son is pat him on the shoulder or kill him. That's what Kaji used to say. It's like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the only thing a son can do for a father. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes more, a bit more sense. 1% more sense. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Shinji's uh, gonna suit up and he's gonna drop into the anti-universe to fight his dad. Yeah, um, Mari brings him there and, yeah, Shinji's, like, just doing the thing where he is... <laughs> Gendo's teleporting, that's right. <laughs> right. Oh, it's the anti-universe, so he's abusing the anti-space to teleport. <laughs> this is more just right, of course. Of course. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Mari and Shinji have a moment that feels completely unearned. <laughs> yeah. She's like, listen, go get him, but I'll always be there to save you, Shinji. It's like, yeah, I know. Like, what the fuck are you talking? You've had two conversations. Yeah. Um, and Who, one of them I want Shinji to just be like, why are you here? Who are you? <laughs> um, but she also is like, hey, if you can, while you're in the neighborhood, can you save Asuka? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he like warps into one of the Unit 13 cores, and the ghost of Ray is in here. Her hair got long. Yeah. And yeah, like she's like, oh, I was piloting the Ava to, so you didn't have to. And she's like, and he's like, well, thank you, but I'll take it from here. Yeah. Uh, and Ava Unit 1 activates because uh, they thought Shinji had zero sync rate, but actually... It was just so close to zero they couldn't detect it because really his sync rate is infinite. <laughs> that's that's goofy and dumb in a way that I kind of like and kind of don't sure. like. Could it be that Shinji's true synchronization wasn't zero? I'm reading the subtitles, but the closest value to zero. Yes, his sync rate is infinite. And and yeah, uh, Ritsko's iPad goes from just displaying nine 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 to just the infinity symbol. Yeah. And uh, Shinji uses his infinite sync rate to steal one of the spears from Unit 13 and transform it. Now it's no longer a lance of Longinus, it's a spear of Cassius. Yeah, and it's no longer the spear of, like, despair. Right, it now is the spear of hope. The spear of hope. And Gendo's just like, oh, fascinating, you've, cr- you've managed to mature enough to create the spear of hope. Hmm, yes, yes. Well, let's grab each other and go tumbling through the anti-universe. Uh, and, yeah, they start talking about another impact, but, like, capital A, another impact. Yeah. (laughs) They're done counting. It's too many. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, Gendo needs to be at the center of the anti-universe to get his wish granted. So he's got to go down to the Golgotha object because there are some things... So it is like Stalker. (laughs) Right. Because there are some things that, uh, mankind cannot change except for at the Golgotha object. And perceiving the anti-universe is impossible, so Shinji is seeing it as his memories instead, and we're, like, going through scenes from Eva. Yeah. First starting at the, uh... He's waking up in the hospital bed. Yeah, he wakes up in the hospital bed, and then it's, like, the opening, like, the episode one bit where he first meets Gendo. Yeah, yeah. And he's, Gendo's just like, Bro, you should chill out. You're gonna get to see your mom again after I end the world. It'll be great. And Shinji's just like, fuck you! Yeah, no, fuck off! He's like, okay, and they start fighting. Yeah, and they're just fighting... Uh, yeah, like, at first it's in, like, a big cityscape. Yeah, and it's fully CG, and I just had moments of like, why does this look so bad? You... The really long, drawn-out fight I didn't care about was well-animated... And then, like, Shinji finally standing up to his dad looks like shit. What's going on? This looks like an episode of Ruby. Uh, um, but that was their plan all along, because actually they're, uh, they're like, tokusatsu evas on, like, a miniature set, and uh, Shinji, yeah. like, runs into the, like, backdrop. Yeah. I, I specifically, like, thought during this, like, 
Huh, like the, the the city scenes in Shin Godzilla look more realistic than this. Yeah. I'm all for them, like, oh, there was a fake set, but... And if they did more with, like, playing with, like, making the CG... You know, trying to do stuff with the CGI that, like... Like I was talking about, like, how the original two endings both played with, like, 2D animation. I'm for that, but I feel like just suddenly jumping into a badly animated fight with, like, no other... Like, development of that as, like, a visual uh, uh, language like a vis- for this yeah. doesn't work. It just looks cheap. Even though I, it's deliberate, it just it just looks cheap. Yeah. I hooted and hollered so much, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it once he hit the backdrop. But, yeah, just the, the fight leading up to that, I'm like, what? Oh, okay, this was, like, kind of building to a big moment, and it doesn't, it doesn't look good. Okay, well... Uh, then we get them in, you get that, like, establishing shot of Masada's apartment, and the two Amas are in Masada's apartment. Yeah, and then they blow out of that set, and they're just, like, clashing over and over again in different, like, famous establishing shots. They're in the classroom, they're in, like, yeah. Tokyo 3 at night. I, did, did the Blackboard, was it them talking about Third Impact? Oh, was it? That's good. No, I no. There's nothing on the blackboard, but ah. I loved that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but every time their actions are mirroring one another because Ava Unit Thirteen was designed to be the perfect counterpart to Ava Unit One, and it turns into a kaleidoscope for a little while. Yeah. Uh, and I do like Shinji's line. Where he just goes, "This is hard." <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then they're like in Village 3, and uh, Gendo is kicking Shinji's ass. Shinji can't do shit to him. And uh, Gendo's just like, ah, fighting will not be how we solve this problem. We need to, to have a conversation. Yeah, and yeah, Shinji, like, he pushes Shinji over the nerve building that he was living in. Uh, and it, it leads to Shinji basically looking. Like, in the Ray pose. <laughs> yeah, 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 but he's looking at, like, the piano room. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then they have to, uh, have a conversation. I will say, I think part of the reason this doesn't land for me as well as, uh, it, I wish it did is that I don't think, uh, Gendo's dub actor really... He's not bad, but this whole climax really depends on him selling these lines, and he's... Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's there. It also doesn't help that the ADV dub has had, like, five Gendos. Oh, really? Yeah, like, because they did the original one, uh-huh. like, for the TV series. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it, like he was just, like, a local Texas actor. Okay. And they, like, couldn't find him again. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, and it was, like, early internet days, and so he just, like, wasn't online, and they couldn't find him. Yeah. Uh, and so then they hired a new person, uh, and then they, like, hired a new person for the rebuild movies. Sure. Uh, and, like, each time they did that, they'd have to go back and, like, redub everything with the new Gendo actor. I gotcha. And, yeah, like, it, it's just, part of it is that, like, they have not had a stand, like, you know, we, we were talking earlier, like, we prefer, uh, Casey to Spike Spencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Spike Spencer has been Shiji for the entire time. Totally. And Spike Spencer's not bad. 
No, he's not. Like, but I'm saying, like, has lived with this character for a very long time. Totally. While the Gendo actor has not. And, like, I think the Gendo actor is perfectly good for what Gendo usually has to do on this show, which is sit stoically behind a desk and mutter things. When the story becomes about him and, like, his monologues are important on both a plot and emotional level and, like, it's, like, the centerpiece of it, I just don't think his performance is up to snuff. Yeah. Um... I really appreciate that the one moment, like, Shinji looks shocked in the battle is when he, um, after being thrown, has... I mean, like, he looks shocked when he's, like, looking at the piano, but, like, there's so much, like, battle where they're just, like, boom, 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 boom. And, like, it's the the two moments that stops are the piano and when he realizes that he has inadvertently destroyed part of Village 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah... They start having a conversation. Yeah, and meanwhile, uh, just real quick, Masato's crew on the ship is... They need to help Shinji by creating another spear that can be used on the Golgotha object. And they're going to convert the spinal cord of their airship into a spear. Because their airship is also like a living creature thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all fucking biomechanics. Right, right. Grossness. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, Genda, like, Shinji's just like, Dad, what do you, like, what do you want? What, what are you like, doing, man? Why do you, why do you like this? Why are you like this? And, uh, yeah, Gendo has a whole long speech. First, he's just explaining kind of what we already know. He's like, oh, well, I'm here to slay God and, like, join all minds as one in instrumentality so that I can be with your mom again. Yeah. And she's just like, that's dumb. Yeah. He's, not, he's just kind of like he's just. Like, I'm just gonna listen. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, you keep talking. <laughs> you need you need to get this out of your system. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and then Gendo takes him down to this dream versus version of like the uh, the Lilith slash Adam room. Yeah, they go and, into the dream bubble of the Lilith room. Right, and Shinji's like, "Oh wow, it's Black Lilith," and Gendo's like, "Ah oh, yes, I see how you're." Your imperfect memories would lead you to see it as such, but that is this is Evangelion imaginary, an Evangelion that is neither real nor fictional. It exists in the imaginary space of human cognition, and therefore only human beings can perceive this Ava. <laughs> this is not an Ava. No. <laughs> no, I just mean I just want a painting of this, like fucking treachery of images. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then it, it does the thing that, you know, it does in Evangelion, and then it turns into Big Ray. Yes. Um, and Big Ray is, yeah, it's, it's CGI animation. But it's like a, a very detailed, like, scan of a person's face with anime hair drawn on top of it. Yes. And it sucks to look at. Yeah, it sucks to look at. I think it's effective. Yeah. Uh, and I think you are still maybe on the fence leaning on it just sucks to look at. It's, like I said, I know it's supposed to be jarring, but I think it might be too jarring. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I almost kind of laugh when I see it because it just kind of looks silly. Like, nothing about this, like, sequence, like, this next sequence is clearly supposed to be invoking End of Eva, like the, the yeah. Come Susser Todd scene. 
nothing about what's going to happen is nearly as impacting or creepy as the Come Saucer Todd sequence. I, yeah, I feel like they're foolish to chase that. Yeah, I don't know why they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle again. Like, do something totally different for this. Yeah, all the, like, zombie Ava's turning into, like, headless rays. Yeah, just headless naked ladies flying through space and, like, marching to a Japanese... This is also, like... The third time now they have gone to the well of let's put a poppy Japanese song over uh, a horrible thing happening. They, they, like, every rebuild movie has been chasing Come Susser Todd in that way. Yeah. And they need to stop. Yeah, I guess at this point they have stopped because this is the last one. Yeah. I but, know, like, the last one that they do is Utada Hi- uh, Hikaru. I mean, that is good, but. Yeah, like, which is like. If you're gonna do that with someone... Right, get the Kingdom Hearts lady, for sure. Yeah, like, they are the person to do that with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we get the skeleton, this like, the spine of the ship. It sucks to look at. Yeah, yeah. But I like how that one sucks to look at. Yeah. We get Mari's scene where we hint at maybe explaining what the fuck her deal is. Still kind of don't get it, though. Because <laughs> she's here with Fyutsuki, and they clearly know each other. And she's just like, ah, I'm gonna fulfill my role just like you. I'm gonna go... Oh, yes, Mary Iscariot, of course. Oh, it's been so long since anyone called me that name. Anyway, bye. Mary Circuit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then he gets gooped. Yes. Is this what you wanted? Me getting gooped? Uh, Alrighty. I guess you're gonna goop my Grinch. (laughs) Um, what, why um, do I care about you so much? That's never really been established, but we just accept that I do. It's just, I, I guess you just got that magic, you know... I was your college the, the, professor, and I guess that means something. <laughs> I'm just kind of a creepy... Like, everyone just kind of has an infatuation with you that is not really ever explained. Yeah, and maybe if you were a character in more than one half of one episode of this show, we could explore that some more. But nah. Da, da, da. <laughs> um... Yeah, he says all that. It's really weird. It's part yeah, of the meta yeah. <laughs> part of um, everyone uh, except for uh, Masato and, like, you know, like, the bridge crew, like, the the old school bridge crew have yeah. abandoned, the, are in the escape pods, and Masato's like, all right, everyone except me get to the escape pods. I'm going down with the ship, motherfuckers. Right, I'm I'm doing the kaji. Yeah. Uh, which I, I I forgot where they said it, but Risco at one point goes like, yeah, like she almost. I think she wishes that she went with kaji. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. but she learned that she was pregnant, so she didn't. Right. Um, the escape pods break out. It was just they just like actually like tear through the metal. It seems like badly designed escape pods. It seems like they were escape pods that are like, because they basically look like giant entry plugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, Masato, she's like taking off all of her uh, commander accoutrements. She lets her hair down so she looks like old Masato. Yeah, she's got the photo of uh, Kaji Jr. and Shinji, her two yeah. kids. Uh-huh. 
Uh, and she's like, all right, let's fucking do this. Yep. Uh, and they just, uh, and she just slams all of the NOS. <laughs> uh, and rides basically towards the the anti-universe and Big Ray. Right, right. And yeah, Shinji is still just like, Dad, what do you fucking want? I want, you know, a world where we no AT fields and we all share one mind and one soul and there's no barrier between individuals. And yeah, he goes into this whole thing, oh, just imagine, there'd be no rich or poor, no discrimination or wars or abuse or pain or sorrow. Like I said, I like that, like, we've already established you can get all of that without this. This yeah, is like, not a prerequisite for any of that. This this is a way to, like, it, it is in part a way to make everyone else also like you. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I like, mean, what, what it actually is, because the last thing he says is the only really true part, where he says, and it's a restful world where I can be with Yui. What he's actually saying is, the person, the only person I care about died, so I think everybody else, including me, should also die. Yeah, my world, like, they show all the shots of Gendo, like, him being truly alone, and they kind of, like, put it up, you could easily put it up against Shinji earlier in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's this idea that you've said before where it's like, just because your world ended doesn't mean everyone's did. Right, right. And Gendo is someone who is mad about that fact. Yes, and he wants to make it so that that is true, that everyone else's world also ended. Yes. Uh, And yeah, we get like a bunch of flashbacks explaining Gendo's uh, backstory. It's very like scratchy, like almost storyboard stuff. Again... It, it, I know I was complaining that this movie doesn't do enough experimental stuff and then you have this, but, like, that's because this just feels, like, similar with the the thing we were saying about, like, the thing that, like, the, the last bit feeling like the Come Saucer Todd sequence. It feels like it's just doing stuff that the show's already done instead of trying to do its own thing. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, he's, like, trying I... to find Yui in, here in the anti-universe, but all he can find is Ray. Everybody's Ray. Yes. Um, and, I do uh, yeah. like, like, we get the uh, shot that, like, is kind of almost, like, in the place of some of the live-action photos, but it is actually drawn. Uh-huh. And to simulate, like, Gendo's, uh, like, kind of detachedness from the world. Uh-huh. Especially, like, when he's a student before he meets UA. Uh-huh. Um, he is just, like, a single unmoving entity a- against this backdrop. Like, CGI backdrop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shinji is like, hey, Dad, I didn't ever want to talk to you before because I was scared you wouldn't like me, but I'm like... I'm more curious than anxious at this point, so let's have a conversation. And he starts walking towards him, and Gendo triggers his AT field, and he's like, well, I'm, I'm afraid of Shinji? What the? What the? Um, yeah, we get all about, uh, you know, the Shinji if it's a boy, Ray if it's a girl. Um, he explains how uh, the ways he interacted with the world were um, by not, you know, with through knowledge. Yeah, I will say, the way we start kicking into this is Shinji gives him the, the cassette player back, and 
I do not like this bit where he's like, wow, so you were just like me. And Guinness says, yes, I too used headphones to cut myself off from the world. Like, fuck off. You don't need to explain the metaphor. We get it. We've had 20 years to think about what you might have been saying with it. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Uh, But anyway, yeah, then we get into his backstory and all about how, like, oh, he grew up alone. He was always alone. He had no interest in other people, and that meant he wasn't lonely ever. He was fine. He he preferred to be alone. All he cared about was books and piano. Yeah. Uh, he cares about books because facts don't care about your feelings. Right. <laughs> uh, but then he met Yue, the one person he's ever liked. And then she died, and now he knows what loneliness is. And it's unacceptable to him. Uh, and yeah, so it's, it's what we were saying before. Like, okay, yeah, he's, he's not willing to live in a world where he's lost something. So he's going to make everybody lose everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a lot of different types of trains. Uh-huh. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, you do get like a, a shot, like in that sketchy style of him amongst the field of Ray clones. Right. Like, watching a video of UA just crying. Uh-huh. Like, God, you fucking sad sack of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Gendo's on the, the ghost train <laughs> that people go to when they go into their brains in Eva. And Lil Shinji's here, and he's like, oh, can, am I not allowed to meet UA even here because I'm weak? It's like, I think it's because you don't accept your weakness. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, meanwhile... Uh, yeah, like, they literally look out the window, like, oh, what's that? Like, oh, it's Miss Masato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they are trying to drive the ship through the two hands. Right, as Joy to the World is just slamming. And, uh, yeah, she sends down the final spear, the spear of Gladius. Yeah. Uh, which is just a little, little guy. Little guy. Fits right in the palm of Shinji's hand. Uh, but yeah, they all, they go through the eye, which you know is the opposite of. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and this is where Masato dies. Yeah, the ship explodes. Masato gets a big cool hero death. Yeah, it is the also again the opposite of her death in End of. <laughs> right, where she just gets gunned down like a chump. And. Like, spins the last time doing something that she thinks will help Shinji, but doesn't. Right. Yeah. She spends her last moments making out with a teenager. Yeah. Hmm. I'm glad she doesn't do that this time. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, Shinji, like, has a moment of, like, silence and, like, praise for her. And Gendo's like, wow, you care about when other people die, huh? Dang, you have matured. Can't relate. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Gendo, uh, like, says, like, oh, I thought, you know, me abandoning you was, you know, like, pun- you know, like me punishing myself. And it's like, no, dude. <laughs> He's like, me being a dad is, pu- I thought a child was a punishment upon myself, and I could redeem myself by rejecting my child. <laughs> What? And yeah, like as like we're seeing like 
him hug like the version of Shinji that we always see like crying. Yeah, it's the you know, we only have ever had the one shot of Shinji crying and now we actually have the scene of him abandoning him at a train station and then turning around to hug him. And then yeah. as he hugs him he realizes, "Oh dang, uh, there was a there was a part of my wife inside of you this whole time. Maybe if I hadn't been such a dick, maybe we could have could have both helped each other and been like a good family." Yeah, like maybe I I could find you know that love that I had, you know what I mean, like, you know, like that feeling of belonging somewhere that I had with you, Abe, with you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, but instead I, I was like, eh, let's kill everyone. Right. Uh, and so he leaves the subway. Yep. Takes his, Having, takes his Walkman and goes. Uh, and yeah, like now that Gendo's gone, Karu appears, and he's like, all right, I'll take over. <laughs> all right, that guy, he's a chump. It's, it's you and me now. You get any wish you want. You know how it works. You've seen End yeah. of Eva. And this is where the end, like, the Gendo stuff isn't bad. It just kind of, I don't know, it didn't connect with me as much as I wish it did. This is the part I like a lot, because Kauru's just like, you can have whatever you want. You know, you can make everybody goop or whatever, and Shinji's just like, I'm kind of good, actually. I feel <laughs> like I figured my shit out finally. Yeah, like... I like I don't know. Maybe we should just help Asuka. She's she's in a rough place. Let's just help her. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. She, he's like, I I you know I just kind of want to like make it so that people aren't hurt by my dad anymore. Yeah. And that includes Asuka. Um, we see Asuka in a field of Oscars. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and kind of like a version of the Oscar, of the Ray head wall. Right. But it's just photos of Asuka, which... So she is also kind of, like, in this, you know, timeline is a kind of genetic creation. Yeah, that's why they keep calling her, like, the, the Shikinami type. Yes. Like, I assume what it is is that, like, Asuka died in the second movie... And they've just, like, taken, like, the fusion of the Ninth Angel and Asuka and made a bunch of clones of it. Yes. Um. And, yeah, she's like, everyone hates me because, you know, I'm an Ava pilot, I'm an angel, I'm... (laughs) Yeah. But that doesn't fucking matter. All that matters is I pilot the Ava. (laughs) Yeah, And that's how I can, you know, like, Asuka's deal. (laughs) Right. Oh, I also think uh, it goes by really fast here. I th- maybe Asuka didn't die because there's, like, a, a nerve-like t- letter about, like, the candidates failed to meet the performance requirements. We've assessed her, and, like, she she has no probability of recovery. And then it cuts to her, like, getting into an Eva with, like, a, like, helmet and a, just a bunch of equipment strapped to her. Like, I, yeah, I think she didn't, like, die. She just, like, after... She got injured so badly that she couldn't be a pilot anymore. Yeah. And then I guess she got gooped or whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. We see, yeah, like, young Asuka and her meeting a, a young Shinji. Yeah, yeah. Because their, you know, families were all involved in the... <laughs> right. And She's got the, the little monkey figure that's in the end of the TV show. <laughs> mm-hmm. We also specifically see she's looking at, like, Shinji crying and uh, his mom holding him, which is something Asuka doesn't get. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, she she is just it's it's the thing of Oscar where she wants someone to appreciate her, and the way that she gets that now is by being yeah an Ava pilot, right? And her her big puppet sits next to her, and then takes his head off to reveal Ida. Why is it Ida? I I think that it, like that he has become like a dad figure to her. I guess. I feel like they did not spend enough time with those two characters to, to make that land for me. Yeah. I I definitely... Listen, I I would always like more of the village. Sure. Yeah, it just feels like if you're gonna have that be the, the punchline, I needed something that showed they had, like, legitimate fondness for each other, as opposed to they just happened to live in the same building. Yeah. Uh, and then she wakes up in... The end of Evangelion. I don't like how her suit's all sexily ripped up. Yeah. No good. But uh, Shinji's there, and instead of strangling her, she he's just like, Hey, how's it going? Hey. Yeah, because, yeah, no, yeah, like, Asuka had earlier said, like, Hey, back then, I think I... Uh, I think that, like, I, you know, I liked you. <laughs> yeah, I had a crush on you. And Shinji's like, Yeah, well, hey, you know, kind of had a crush on you, too. Yeah, that we're not obviously in a place to yeah. act on that anymore, but yeah. Yeah, thanks for saying that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Mari's also here, because... Uh, <laughs> why is Mari here? I... I just kind of assume that she is... basically the guide for Shinji in this. Sure, but, like, why is she here for Asuka? Like, I don't know, I... They're at the fucking beach where he tries to murder her. And, like, it's... I like the idea of, like, oh, this is this, like, kind of restorative, repairing, like, scene of, like, hey, we're gonna go back to this moment where I did something really awful to you, and instead I'm going to, like, be kind to you and make a connection with you. And we're gonna both grow as people because of it. And also Mari's here. You know? Yeah, I I guess I just kind of assumed it was because of that... Uh, romantic uh, kind of like undercurrent between the two of them. I guess. I also don't feel like that worked though. Yeah. Any Anytime Mari's on the screen I'm asking why is Mari here? <laughs> um, and then yeah Asuka gets like ejected and sent back into the, the anti-anti-universe yeah. And Shinji's like, well, Kaoru, that just leaves you, buddy. Let's talk through your problems. What's what's your deal, man? And he's like, man, I'm just gay. <laughs> <laughs> it is so weird to me that they spent three movies, like, teasing and hinting at, oh, maybe there's some kind of time loop happening, and then... That only ever actually gets addressed in, like, two lines of dialogue at the end of the last movie here. Yeah. It's not actually all that important. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, Kaoru, he's he's linked to Shinji. Their names are written together in the Book of Life. And he's always uh, the trigger for the Human Instrumentality Project with Shinji. You know, that's, that's their relationship to each other. Uh, and he's just doomed to be in this infinite cycle of always, like, resetting the world and then, like, guiding Shinji to ending it again. But it's different this time, because Shinji doesn't want to end the world. Yeah. 
and he's like, you you didn't actually want what was best for Shinji as much as you, like, think you did. Yeah. You wanted your own happiness from his hap- like, from his happiness. Yeah, I I like that, oh, hey, why don't we actually, like, examine Kaoru as a character a little bit here? It's another one of those things, though, of, like, would have been nice if this happened, you know, any time before, uh, you know, 20 minutes before the end of the last movie. Mm-hmm. As always, that's the problem with Kaoru. A lot of interesting ideas that they just refuse to give enough room to breathe. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, yeah, Kaoru's doing alright now. And uh, now he's just gotta deal with Rei. It's the, like, overgrown Rei. Uh-huh. And uh, she's holding on to, like, a fake baby, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like... This whole section is in, like, a fake movie studio. Yes. And this is all, like, stuff that they would, like... It has, like, the sensors on it that you would use in, like, create like creating, like, a animated movie that has, like, you know, motion people, capture. like, motion capture suits. Yeah. Um, which apparently, like... Gendo or like Ano actually did some of. Oh, huh. Like for some scenes, he like used like actual like real world like camera stuff to figure out how he wanted to animate, like you know, frame yeah. shots and stuff. I gotcha. Um, which I always find interesting because like in his live action work, he often imitates his animated cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's interesting to see him yeah, yeah. Uh, do the opposite. Right. And uh, that's where the PS4 controllers come in, which are actually used for... Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, they, they control, like, the little cameras or whatever those are. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, listen, Ray, there was a version of you that was happy, like, having a normal life, and I just want that for you. Let's... Uh, listen, I'm gonna be fine. I'm not gonna blow up anything other than every Eva. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, we need to end Eva, Evangelion. Yeah. There needs to be no more Evangelion. We've had enough Evangelion. Uh, I'm going to start, you know, a new, like, life. A Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. <laughs> they finally as, dropped the title. As the title, like... See, screen like is projected behind them. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. And she's like, oh, "Okay, well, you seem like you got your shit together, so yeah, I'm gonna go." Yeah, like I was kind of made to support you. Yeah, and like I still felt like I needed to do that even when I could not. You know, was trying to shake my programming, basically. Right, and uh, uh, so he's alone now, and he's gonna use. Looks like he's gonna kill himself with the spear, and I guess he's just... I don't know, Mari said she'd help me. They'll probably be fine. Uh, but before he can do it, uh, uh, Yui finally shows up. Yeah. And she's gonna take the hit. And also, Gendo's here, and he finally gets to be with her, because... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Like they're both dead, and... <laughs> yeah, they're both dead, that's true. Uh, so they're both, like, you know, in Unit 1 and 13, and they just, like, impale both of themselves, and then as the spear impales them, it hits every 
Ava and Angel also behind them. Yeah. Like, it, it is very clear, like, you know, we... Hideaki Anna talked about, like, how he has, like, no love for Evangelion anymore. Yeah, understandable. Well, which, yeah, understandable, but, like, it does feel like there is some, like... There is a, a some. Clo- this is all about kind of closure, not for, just for fans, but mostly for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like this I was is... thinking it'd be interesting if the they did more of like, you know, you have Gendo trying over and over to make a, a Yui clone that replaces the original and just getting Rays. If that was used as like a metaphor for remaking the ending of Evangelion over and over and never getting it right, you know? Yeah. Because I got it right the first fucking first time. Got it right the first time, and the, like the second one was sort of interesting on its own, but like, yeah, not as an ending to the show. I I still put the ending of the show as the best. Yes, one hundred percent. Like I I think that is the best episodes of TV of all. Like it's like some of the best animation, some of the best filmmaking. Agreed. <laughs> I, I am with you one hundred percent on this. Yeah, and then <laughs> I like this a lot. This movie. Yeah. Uh, and so I would put it, you know, not anywhere near the same level, but up yeah. there. And See, then, I feel like I would say, yeah, I'm I'm totally agreed with you about ending of the show. The movie, I think, is really interesting in terms of, like, the, the filmmaking of it, the animation of it. And, like, I think with time, I learned to, like, appreciate things about it, even if I don't. I think it works as a sequel to the show. It does not work as the ending to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, I thought, was like, that was a pretty good movie. And, like, I'm not gonna think about it ever again once this podcast is over. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I had yeah. a perfectly... Fu- like, I was not bored or upset watching it. But, like, I don't know. It's it's fine. Yeah. I, I think maybe the imagery of this movie is not going to stay with me as long as the imagery of End of Evangelion or definitely the end of the TV show. Yeah. But, like, the the feeling of finality really kind of affected me. Uh-huh. Uh, in a way that, like, just, like, made me feel good and, like, feel like, I'm glad I went down this hole. Like, I, I'm glad I watched this. I'm glad that I got emotionally invested in this. Yeah. Um, you see all the, like, Ava, like, the white bodies turning into people. Right. Everyone's turning um, back to people. Shinji is alone on that beach that, like, they always well, use as, like, uh, you know, yeah. your consciousness or whatever. And it keeps cutting between him and the wave. And every time it cuts, the animation gets, like, worse. It's, like, degrading into just, like, pencil sketches and, yeah, like, the it's, frame like, rate's the, going the down. The anti-universe is kind of, like, ending. <laughs> right, yeah. And he's uh, just going to, like, fade away. And he's fine with it. He is at peace. Yeah. I was just going to quickly say there's a... a one of the people that come back is a, a woman with a holding a cat. Uh-huh. Uh, that's that's Hiyaki Ano's wife. Oh, who's nice. Also a, a monk <laughs> and his cat. Yeah. I just thought that was nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's just gonna fade away into nothing, and he's fine. But then Mari shows up and saves Mari him. Shows, and cannonballs of the ocean, and when she cannonballs, that's when it turns back to... I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um... And then it just kind of slam cuts. Like, the Eva disappears, and she comes up out of the ocean. And she's like, ah, sorry, I'm late, Shinji. And then it smash cuts to the train station. Yeah. And everybody's older. 
Yeah, you know, what is, what was Village 3. Yeah, yeah. And it very clearly, like, th- this is real, real world. Yes. Um, and yeah, everyone is older. Um, Shinji uh, runs off with uh, Mary after seeing uh, Ray and Karu. Yeah. I don't, I think it is not romantic. I think it is more just her being his guide. Yeah, and it's just that she's flirty, and he's being, like, counter-flirty with her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they both go running off. And I, it... Yeah, and we find but, out that, yeah, the, like, the train station was a drawing, but as they run away from the train station, it is live-action footage that the animated characters have been drawn on top of. So, yeah, Shinji got rid of all the Evangelions, and now it's just the normal world. Yeah. So, there's a 7-Eleven. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they go to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, and again, it's it's just part of I'm still not on board with Mari, and ending it with like her and Shinji running off together. I'm like, what? what, what okay, all right. I, I just, I don't feel like they earned that being the two characters we close on. <laughs> I, I guess for me... I didn't even, like, think of Mari being there, almost. Mm-hmm. It, it was more about, like, Shinji is going to go off into this world and, like, experience new things. And, you know, he might get hurt, he might not. Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. I I just feel like I would have liked it better if Mari wasn't here and it was, like, him and Asuka and, like... Maybe they're going to go off together. Or maybe they're going to, like, walk a couple blocks together and then split up. Who knows? Mm. That that would be a better version of that ending to me. Because I don't like Mari. You used to be on my side with Mari. What happened to you? I, you, I guess you sold I may, out. I maybe just got kind of worn down by it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But that's, uh, that's all of Evangelion. That is Evangelion. We don't really have any, like, actual questions. Hey, we've been talking for three hours, so... Yeah. Um, Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as... Uh, uh, what do we fucking call that show these days? Uh, G- Reprise Falls? Is that it? Yeah, Reprise Falls. It- it's the totally Reprise account. It's, it's totally Reprise. We're doing Gravity Falls right now. Uh, you can also find me on Idle on Playtest. It's an actual player RPG campaign. I'm the GM, and we're playtesting a book I wrote with our friend Molly. It's called yeah. Idle on Become Your Best Self. It's based on Persona and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's a good time. If if uh, constantly remaking the world in slightly different altered versions to get to a better place sounds like an interesting theme to you, you might want to listen to Idle on Playtest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was going to quickly say I am just a slut for movies where they go where they're in a movie studio to break the fourth wall. Yeah, I know you I are. just I just love it so much. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> where can people find you, Ashley? You can find me at your librarian with an underscore Twitter and dash on Tumblr. Uh and you can find me also at 
Patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Now I'm tired, which I assume must mean you're tired as hell. <laughs> yeah, it's 1.30 in the morning over here. So, one last bit of business. This is uploading. I don't remember why we chose, made this decision, but this is uploading on the same podcast feed that our VeggieTales podcast uploads on. Yeah. Which and we, that, was, that was going pretty strong for a while there. Yeah, we just kind of stopped. I mean, honestly, what it was was Eidolon kicked up, and I was doing all the editing on it, and it was very uh, time-consuming, and I really didn't have time to re- watch VeggieTales on top of everything else I was doing. Yeah, and I, I think I wasn't feeling good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, no pressure. We could go back and finish up at least the original run of VeggieTales. I would totally be down for that. Well, let's have a, let's have a conversation about maybe, uh, I think the, I don't think it was the last episode we did, but one of the last ones we did was the Easter Carol, you remember? Yeah, that was the last episode we did. And I forget why, but there was some, like, DVD extra thing we were reading about, and, uh, for Easter that year, Chelsea got me a DVD copy of, uh, an Easter Carol, a VeggieTales story, and she has been... Uh, politely reminding me over and over <laughs> that we need to bring that show back because I need to watch through the DVD extras with her and report back on them. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe that'll happen. Who can say? Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk. But not right now. Yeah. We now talked enough for sleep. now. Um, well, th- thank you so much, Luke. Uh, yeah. And until next time, don't get in that robot, Shenji. Don't, don't, there's no robot to get into anymore. Yeah. There's, there's...